Getting a new vehicle can be stressful, but not at Lake Elsinore Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. That's where surfers go inland to purchase their new and used vehicles. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Neon Wave. Neon Wave is an internationally local shop, a concierge to the modern nomad. They bring together carefully chosen surf, fashion, art, and snowboarding gear with a curatorial eye that's drawn to the best of the best, technicality, creativity, and sustainability. Their team is born from nature, raised by the wave, and nurtured by the culture they support. This is Neon Wave. We look forward to moving forward. Check them out at thisisneonwave.com. Earthpack, customized eco-friendly retail and e-com packaging since 1989. In a time of increasing environmental awareness, Earthpack is an advanced supplier of affordable recycled packaging for businesses of all sizes. Earthpack provides custom products and services and continues promoting sustainability while fulfilling the individual packaging needs of eco-friendly retailers nationwide. Check them out at earthpack.com. Just live. We believe a life is meant to be lived to its fullest potential. In order to do that, you need to feel at your best, both physically and mentally. We founded this community to share what we found as professional athletes that can help people of all walks of life. So, you can go out and do exactly what you're supposed to do. Just live. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky Podcast. That was a little different. Our guest this week <laughs> is an award-winning photographer. He got his first break by winning a contest having a photo selected for the Daily Aztec. That's a U or sorry, SDSU independent newspaper through the school. Correct. Which led to a position while attending college. That's where he got his first break, you guys. Over the next 30 years in his professional career, he made a name for himself in fashion, sports, and active lifestyle campaigns. He's worked with some of the biggest brands, the biggest sporting events, and the best athletes in the world. His portfolio includes Dr. Pepper and Oakley and Quicksilver and K-Swiss and Polo and Izod, the Australian Open Tennis Open Tournament, the Super Bowl, the Indy 500, Vans Triple Crown Surfing. Holy smokes, and it doesn't stop there. There's there's superstars like Michael Phelps and Danica Patrick and Lance Armstrong and Laird Hamilton and Dale Earnhardt Jr. And, of course, 11-time world champion Kelly Slater. The GOAT, too? Woo! Damn, that sounds he's so fun. published <laughs> several books, and he's ocean. He's an ocean environmentalist. He spends a lot of time um, helping out those with, I think, the Good Shepherd and other things he's yep, a part of. Yep, yep, And we welcome the super talented Mike the Angry Viking Voorhees. Woo! Sick. Man, I hope I live up to that intro because it sounds pretty fucking exciting the way you guys uh, say it. It is. <laughs> okay. Mark, hey, we're, we're pretty over. good hyping shit up. That's yeah, pretty good no one. doubt. All right. Another good one. Let's drink this tequila. We're out. Okay. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're here at... The humble abode of the angry Viking. Yeah. And he is presenting us with a kickoff tequila shot. Centario Reposado. It is special. Icy cold. Yeah. My mouth is watering. So yeah. you're going to listen to us. Uh... <laughs> it's going to get more fun as we go along. Let's go, boys. <sighs> Tasty. Smooth, baby. We gotta, uh, talking about. we gotta wash that down with some Ashland. 
Awesome. Well, thanks for um, hosting, and the tequila is amazing. Obviously. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, it's good it's stuff. Right? And you put lemon and lime in that. Huh? Just a little, little kiss. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's the way to fucking do a shot right yeah. there. Because you didn't even. It must be. I mean, I didn't feel any of the. Yeah, and you're a wuss. Yeah, no, no. Wuss. I, believe me, it wouldn't be here. I got the collection, and this is good stuff. Right oh, well, yeah. thanks for bringing out the goodies. Yeah. Well, let's start at the beginning. Where did you uh, find the love for surfing okay so back in my day and i just i gotta admit it straight off the bat i'm a valley boy a lot of guys don't know that they think i'm from newport newport's my home newport is the the love of my life as far as location goes it's where i raised my family it's home but i'm a valley guy yeah, I grew up in Woodland hey, Hills. There's no shame in that. Hey, dude. I know. And we'll, we'll, I'm from Long Beach. <laughs> yeah, LBC, dude. You got some street cred. Yeah. That's, that's right. More, that's a little more badass than Woodland Hills. You yeah. know, there's a, <laughs> Oh, we had Van Scott Van Ripe's Woodland Hills, right? Yeah, and Val Surf. Val yeah, Surf. Dude, Val Surf. The was my, that was my church, man. Yeah. I'm telling you. Nice. Nice. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, grew up in the valley, and uh, as a kid. Uh, Abandoned by my father at nine years old, raised by my mom who was challenged with, with, you know, alcohol issues, you know, a functioning alcoholic, I guess you could say. So only child, uh, raised by a single mom and uh, the neighborhood was my, was Sorry. my... What, how old were you when he abandoned? Nine. Nine. Nine, okay. nine yeah. Pretty... Damn. I, it, that's a whole other story, but it, it was a little traumatic for me at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I tell you, I, I I wasn't. I'd get to go to the beach whenever I got to go to the beach. Like when when a, a neighborhood kids uh, was going to go to the beach, and they said, "Hey, Mike, you want to go?" I would go. But I my my friend never. I never got to go to the beach. You know, yeah. skateboarding. Mom was I, working. Mom yeah. was working. I lived on a hill, and skateboarding was my was jam. my was my jam. Yeah, big time. Nice. So. Um, and there was a lot of kids to to skateboard with, or great neighborhood. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I was a really well, you good... guys in apartment or no, no, I was in a house. I was okay. in a house. Yeah, and uh, I was a really good football player, and so uh, that was kind of my jam was football and skateboarding, and skateboarding to the football field and skateboarding back and and this and that. So, um, but anyway, to 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 move that along, uh, my coaches were my father figures were For my sure. mentors and that's what's and so great about sports and you know, that's what's that. so great about sports Structure, and those football players were my brothers yeah. and so well, when did you get into football like when you were right like, then nine years old okay you know so um flag so football I, and junior flag, american uh, pop junior american pop warner yeah. yeah so i did all that and then but my as far as surfing goes i didn't know much about it at that age but fast forward into my teens you gotta remember that I'm a '70s guy. So back then, skateboarding was all about surf style. Yeah, sure. Larry Bertleman and you know the the Stacy Peralta yeah. and the and the Jay Adams, Tony Jay, Alva. Yeah, all that stuff. You know. Yeah, they were and surfing. It was all yeah. flow. It was all yeah. flow, and we'd have a ramp. And I remember just doing turns and trying to be like a surfer. And I remember seeing Surfer Magazine yeah. back then and being totally into it. But I never really was was doing any surfing until. Um, I got my truck when I was, you know, 16 at 10th, 11th grade. I think it was 10th grade. And, um, uh, hiring with indeed your search is over. 
If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another kid actually had had a had a, a Volkswagen Bug. I remember, and we used to. I didn't have a board, but he had a board, a wetsuit. So we'd go. I'd go with him, and we trade off because I didn't have a board. So he would he would surf, and then he'd give it to me, and then I would try to surf. But we weren't surfing. I was just where I was a kook, you know. Yeah. So you didn't get into surfing until sixteen. Until sixteen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And where was your guys and, go to? Like and, Topanga. And Malibu? so, well, here's here's what's amazing about it. Valley guy, right? But from where I lived on the West Valley, it was right next to Calabasas, I could zip to Third Point Malibu as quick as somebody could be at the 405 going to Main Street. Yeah. I mean, if that that's at 20 minutes, boom, we were there. So Third Point Malibu was my, like, you know, that was my spot. Hmm. And, um, and that's where you that's kind of where learned? I, yeah, that's where, yeah. I, that's where I, we, we tried to learn and stuff. And I remember, I can't remember how I got a board. I don't remember. I'm trying to look back on how I got my first board. Hand um, me down from a buddy? Or? Yeah, I got a board. It was 35 bucks, I remember. And it was a morning lights twin fin, whatever that was. Like a fish. Yeah. yeah. And I remember having that board going, wow, it's like board you know yeah and so um i'm a natural goofy foot so i goofy foot skateboarding but where i grew up it's all right hand point breaks from rincon all the way to panga it's right hand point breaks yeah. from la county so, it's like so wow huh? so i would i would kind of taught myself self-taught and i would i would stand up goofy foot and then i would jump and i because i didn't want to serve backside i want to serve front side because all my heroes were regular foots oh my god you know so you, you would serve so regular I, would, foot. I would catch up and then i'd switch my feet and i go regular foot then i taught myself how to just get up that way wow and so my kind of thing was a really good switch stand surfer and that that was where, my where that did, was my thing where did you put your leash on what foot I always put it on the foot that was in the back from wherever I was surfing, or yeah. if it was a beach break, I'd always have it on my left. I, I you know, you <laughs> so I, a lot of times I'd have it in my front foot. But it's funny because, like, you know, we're growing up as putting it on your back leg, but when you look at a lot of old photos, yeah. like, you know, old footage and stuff, like, quite a few guys had, like, leashes on their front foot. I was that guy. Because yeah. there was a lot of switch footers back then, too. I think so, too. Like, switch footing was a thing. It was, back ca- then. yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we had Xanadu on a couple months ago, and, and that guy lived by himself and surfed by himself pretty much when he was like 15, 14 years old and didn't 
no one taught him how to surf and he switched foot. He no he didn't He just started switching yeah. foot. Well he same yeah. thing, he was all what's backside? You just yeah. stand up and go the yeah. face, you know. Yeah. He would so, just always face the yeah, wave. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was so much easier, you know. I just But he's a real goofy side. footer like yeah. you too. Are you are you Yeah, dark? like if I skateboard or if I wakeboard, I, I go goofy foot. That's so you know, funny. I can't I, I but surfing I'm actually better with my left foot forward because I surf more rights in yeah. my life. Are you, you know? dominant right? Or are you? Yes, left? right. Yeah, right-handed quarterback, and yeah, I'm right. I'm a righty. So right's right. Yeah. When when you were ten, you know, like elementary, junior high, and you were skateboarding a lot, like who was? And but you wanted to go surf, but you just didn't. Have I just the I just love. I remember going to surf movies. Yeah. At at there was there was a there was a. I think the Canoga Park, um, like movie theater, or whatever, and they'd have surf movies. I remember like taking the bus with my friends. We'd see every surf movie. We'd not miss it. Yeah. So I wasn't a surfer yet, but I was totally into it. Yeah. And then that was when we had, at my elementary school we had something called the bonsai, and it was a it was a big embankment. Uh, embankment where the parking lot was, and people would come from all over to, to skateboard oh, it. Yeah. And there was another place called Nat Park. That was like a drainage ditch. So those are like really cool spots. Yeah. And then the Reseda Skater Cross opened. I don't know if you remember that, but this I've is heard of it. It's mid set. It's one of the first ones. There was Upland. A skate park. A skate park. Yeah. Like a pump it was park. called Skater Cross, like like motocross. Yeah. And it was a track. Like a pump park. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it was, dude. Every Friday night, that was your 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 uh, pilgrimage to yeah. go there, and you you had a membership card, so and you'd skate all night long, and and I remember getting the place wired and ripping pretty hard. And what kind of skateboards did you? I have? had. Uh, well, I started off with like the the squishy Bane Bane surfboards, Zephyr surfboard. I mean skateboards, Bane Zephyr, and back then it was. We didn't doing the tricks they do nowadays. Oh, yeah. Of course not. Yeah. There, there was a couple guys starting to do airs. I, I wasn't in that group, but um, we would carve and we would like it was surfing style. Yeah. So that's why I remember going, man, I want to be a surfer because I knew I could skateboard good. Yeah. It was pretty damn good. And we'd have a we. I lived on a hill, so we'd have a we spray painted dots and we made these uh, we Your made course. these cardboard things to like duck under like we were getting tubed <laughs> and we had a we put a bunch of wood against this against yeah. the uh against the t- uh a telephone pole yeah. and we'd hit the, like we had a whole track like we That's were so, so into it yeah we, it was we, we had great ba- memories yeah, like yeah. really good memories. we had embankments little like spots and and we would score each other like you would on a wave like yeah three snaps and yeah. a cut back and like yeah totally yeah surf. Yeah, but so sur- you didn't really have any opportunities though to go surfing. Not really. That, no, that I age. Just, no, I mean, and and I think boogie boards were just starting to get invented then. Mm-hmm. I think I, I want to say I don't even know if we had ra- we had rafts. Maybe I, we we didn't. I just yeah, remember people talk about with, rubber mats. Yeah, I think there was rubber mats, and then boogie boards just started getting. Yeah, and I remember getting a boogie board. Uh, but I wanted to surf, dude. Yeah. And I remember looking at the magazines, dude. I'd go, I couldn't afford to buy one, but I'd go to the plate, go to the market, and yeah. I'd look at it cover to cover oh, yeah. until they kicked me out of Thrifty, you know, because yeah. I wanted to look. And I remember Peter Townend, and I thought the bronzed Aussies the were like coolest. the fucking coolest. They were the Rolling Stones to me. Yeah. The bronzed Aussies, just their name. Just the way they looked, they how perfect. ripping yeah. they were, and yeah. how, how just just because Australia was like, fuck, Australia's rad, yeah. you know. I remember just going, 
being so stoked, man. And, P- and PT was and my they, hero. Yeah. And back then, like at skateboarding, everyone do layback. They want to do a, you doing a Bertle man? Yeah. I'm going to do a town, I'm going to do a PT. You know, it's like, I remember, I remember that vividly. Yeah. 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 And they were icons. Like, they, they were ripped. They were yeah. charging Hawaii, you know, big Wednesday, you know. Who was it? Stunt- Mark yeah. Warren. Yeah. Ian Carnes, Peter Townend. And I saw a picture and it said, Shane Haran was like part of the yeah. Like, there was four of them. Bron- yeah. Bronze Dozzies so too. It must I have been I Haran. Yeah, I remember Mark Warren was one of them too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, those but, guys were. But yeah, that that was my my jam. Dude. They were studs. I, they were just studs. like dude. Yeah, killer fucking oh, hair. Fucking everything, dude. It's like those guys are so. <laughs> and then when you're a kid, I like I didn't travel anywhere. Like I, I didn't. The, I mean, the biggest trip I ever did was like fucking Lake Tahoe. By the time I was 18, I got never went anywhere. Wow. So the thought of Australia or the North Shore was so rad. Yeah. And I remember looking at like uh, pipeline. Going, it's so perfect. I go, I can rip that wave because you don't know how gnarly it is. Lyndon keeps saying that. Because <laughs> I remember when I got there, I'm like, oh shit, it's not as it's not as easy as it looks. There's the a fucking, lot of shit, going, lot on. Of shit going on. There's a lot of shit Definitely going on. Definitely burn over yeah. there. But I remember, you know, you mind surf. You see a wave, you go, oh yeah, drop, fuck it, dog. It's you so know? perfect. Oh, it's so perfect. All you have to do is drop in. Yeah, yeah. All you have to do is drop in and then fucking, you, you know, in. make sure the lip goes over your head. Yeah, dude. Easy. <laughs> it's so funny. The jaw straight line. Yeah. That's it. Mark Richards, another fucking hero, uh, man. I sure. love Mark Richards. The, the wounded, wounded gull. gull. <laughs> the wounded gull. I mean, style times, was yeah. everything. I mean, it still is today, but it's a, it's more technical. It's different. Back then, it was style on yeah. the water, yeah. style on the yeah. land, your persona. Like, it was... I, I meant to... Uh, Talk about this with Chewy, uh, and you were talking about it a second ago. How there's all, all those surf movies that you went to. I went. Right? I saw them all. Yeah, dude, I saw them. Five Summer Stories, Fluid Drive. I, I can't remember them all off the top of my head, but I dude. Step I, in the liquid. Yeah, and all dude. This. I and, and I remember just waiting in line because I was you know I was a grommet dude. Yeah. I think we. I mean I was. I can't remember if we skateboarded or we took the bus, but it was far. And there's a little group of us. And and all the cool, older kids, they were older, you know. They're, yeah. They're you know they're they're smoking pot, they got long hair, and they go, these guys are real surfers. So yeah. I'm stoked just to kind of be in the crowd. Yeah. You know, and I go in the movie, and I'm like, I'm kind of part of this little crew. It felt so rad. Yeah. And then to watch it, a movie of of you know because the you know the it, narration it just was so rad, dude. It was. Yeah, they were pretty a, awesome. It was, it was it was a killer experience to see a surf movie in. The movie theater, for yeah. sure, right? Sound, yeah. dude. Hook, line, Size. and sinker, dude. Yeah. I was just, just mesmerized. TNA, and and uh, being a, and being a kid, everything. Oh yeah, being dude. a grom and like seeing those older yeah. surfer dudes. You're like, who's that? Who's that? And then the pictures you see in the magazine, you see in the movie, they come alive because yeah. a lot of the same sessions would happen. Like yeah. you go, I remember that from the magazine. Come up, you know. Yeah. And it's like so rad. And Honolulu Bay, I remember seeing that. Going, oh my god, I've got to go there. Yeah. So, you know, like that was my mecca. I had to go to Honolulu Bay. Yeah, I ended, I ended up going. We'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah. But. It's funny you just mentioned, uh, you know, seeing it in the magazine and seeing it in, in the movie and moving, moving pictures. Because we didn't have YouTube. Yeah, we didn't have a surf channel. We didn't have WSL. We had we we didn't have anything that that moved. Yeah, back then. Is this a yeah, we, we saw um, a few pages in the yeah. magazine, and that's it. And then when the movie came out, it was like, wow. Yeah. It was just so mind-blowing. And and at that time, there was a lot more surf movies 
being made. Oh and, yeah, and making it to the theater. Yeah, yeah. Because like that's that's kind of you know a bummer. It, at that time period, there's a lot of movie makers. Now, and now it kind of disappeared. Yeah, and then. Taylor Steele generation. The yeah, There's the all kinds of videos yeah. and all kinds of movie makers. Yeah, and then it's kind of disappeared again. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just the everything is so immediate with with, with Instagram. Yeah, and, yeah. And I, I, that like you know you just see it so quickly. Yeah. Like I think about it when there be the there be the um, you know the North Shore would happen and then in March it'd be the North Shore. Re- Pre, you know, review yeah. from what happened. You're like, oh man, you know, but it was in March. Like yeah. it already happened. Yeah. So long. Yeah, ago. you're not seeing it daily. You don't see it daily. No. But just so, that, just those, that story of, of travel and going to an exotic oh, place. Oh, you yeah. know, like that's where the movies were so great. Narration and, you know, guys yeah. holding onto the boards as they're going through a yeah, bumpy road. Totally. And, you know, like full just winging it you yeah. know like you don't get that that vibe anymore yeah. from anything it's all just I remember, remember the lost island of santosha yeah i remember that mauritius yeah went was there that too. mauritius island that was mauritius wow that was the left at mauritius dude. yeah i went there too man i fucking all these places i remember right. I, I made, dude i made sure I, I got to them you know so high school yeah, you were you were. A- yeah, so high school. Yeah, so again, I was a good football player. Our team. What'd you play? Was great. I played quarterback. I played outside linebacker. I was a kicker. I kind of did a little bit of everything. But your main and, thing was quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and um, and we, quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, you're it's you're a jock, but it's crazy. We talk about it all the time. It's jocks. The the best jocks, best athletes are super smart. You know, yeah, you have to be smart. Yeah, like <laughs> quarterback. Yeah. You know, because, you know, the stereotype of, of a jock is they're dumb. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And they're sure, muscles. Yeah. No. <laughs> Big muscle guy. No. Yeah. But, brain, too. But not only are they athletic, they're fucking solid in mind. Yeah. You know, you got to, you as a quarterback have to learn all the plays. You got to know like, what everyone's doing. Yeah. It's Absolutely. like, it's almost like math. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. And yeah. you have to, like, think yeah. on your feet. Yeah. Because, you know, people, millisecond. people read. Your offense, or they, you have to read the defense. It's like you, you have to like adapt on the fly. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I mean, and again, back then things were simpler. Like the coach called play, you just kind of run it. Back nowadays, it's a way more more advanced type yeah. of offense. But I will tell you this: where I grew up, we had a lot of servers on the team. So I remember specifically, we'd have something called Hell Week. Where yeah. there's two practices a day. Now you can't do it anymore. Yeah. And we're talking it's torture. We're talking 79, 80, 81 in the valley, which is the height of smog. It's 105 degrees. <laughs> and so <laughs> we're we're waking up at 430 with a group of four, five, six guys, bolting to fucking Malibu, surf for two hours, get back, salty, throw our shit on, practice for three hours. Go back to the beach, surf for another two or three hours, and then come back for the afternoon practice. And we did that the whole time through 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 high school. That's how, how fucking fun. How rad is that? Dude? Yeah. And so back then, I mean, I wasn't a photographer back then, but how fun would that be nowadays to document all that shit? Because uh, how are the waves back? Then? It were waves were good. I mean, yeah. if there's a swell, it was swell. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean, not to get ahead of myself, but when when I moved to Newport, which we'll, I guess we'll get to, is. Uh, it's so much bigger here and it's so much more consistent yeah. than LA County. It's it's half of everything up For there. sure. Yeah. So I remember But 
I mean, when you, you get point breaks. When you have Malibu light up, it's yeah. Latigo. I, I just imagine how many good days dude, you've had. Latigo, Latigo was a great spot. Yeah. Uh, Leo Creo was a great spot. Yeah. Panga had its time. I mean, there's a lot of really Point Doom yeah. was like a th- back then it was an unknown kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we used to serve Point Doom all the time. And uh, yeah, yeah. When it go, when it breaks. When when it breaks, yeah. yeah. But it's you know it's small. So uh, once you got a car, you started going. So, oh yeah, from Rincon all the way to Topanga was my playground. So I mean, I I was like, is any time I had time. So you guys went to Rincon a lot. Oh yeah, Rincon, Lock and Cheetah, which was right below Rincon. Now between between. Lock and Cheetah and Rincon was a place called Oil Piers. Now, I don't know if you guys know about this, but there was like, a, I don't know what the what company it was, Axon or whatever, Shell, but they had these piers out here that were for oil tankers or whatever. To hook up. And there was a perfect sandbar hmm. right off of the oil piers. I mean, it was like, it was like sand spit. It was just perfect. Wow. And we used to surf that all the time with uh, a couple guys out because everybody's at Rincon. Or, or Ventura, yeah. and we used to strip it all the time. And then they got they won some lawsuit, so they took the oil pier thing out, and the wave went away. So oh. it's just a bummer. I remember when they took the piers out, and the wave went away. Yeah, I wish we had some input on like creating some some grinds and some piers. And yeah, I know, yeah. right? They should out. interview surfers to figure out how to make it good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they figured it out in Australia, right? Yeah, for sure. So like. Yeah. All those spots are pretty much man made. Um, since we got a dredge over here, why don't we just swing it around the point and just drill yeah. in over here? Super, Straight super down bank. the pipe oh, yeah. into the bay. Yeah. I mean, it's great. You know, Green Mountain was great before, but Superbank made it Superbank. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So once you got a car, you started traveling up to Rincon. What was your first like surf trip? Uh, you know, our surf trips were actually to Trestles because yeah. I remember Trestles. And so. Friday night, we'd have our football game if it was that time of year. And when the, when the game's over, we would put a little keg in, our, in, my, in, in my tried, a little Dotson pickup. There were four of us, boom, straight to Trestles. And we <laughs> after would, the game? After the game. And we'd sleep on the bluff. Back then, there was no houses and stuff. There yeah. was a Safeway that was there. And we would park in this like field and wake up in the morning and go down and surf. And so you, you would... Party after Play football. the game. We'd have, we'd have a little mini keg on the way down. <laughs> it's, not, it's not something I'm proud of, but we made it. Yeah, yeah. Nonetheless, you know what I mean? And so, uh, yeah, there's four of us. Four, we do it every every time. There was waves. and Because and, uh, if it was two-foot Malibu, it was five feet in trestles. Yeah. And uppers was like my... my yeah, I was just it's like their point. You know, uppers like, to me yeah. was like, oh, my God, I love this place. Everything about it. I love the walk. I love the the marsh. I love the the spot. Yeah. The waves good for me. I can go left or right because you know I just I loved yeah. it so much and I have such fond memories. And we'd all sleep in my truck and and uh, and then Sunday <laughs> night, like, yeah, like mini. a little dots and mini pick. I had a shell, you know. <laughs> and uh, and then Sunday night we come back and go to school Monday morning. Yeah, you'd spend the whole weekend. The whole weekend, because you, yeah, yeah, we single were so mom stoked. Like, yeah, dude, she was like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And we'd, we'd all have, trouble. I don't know, we'd all have seven dollars in our to combine to get gas and a burrito, whatever yeah. we could get to like get by. Yeah, you know, 
So like that was our I remember. I just remember just going, and we'd surf like seven bucks, and you're rich. Yeah, we'd surf all day. We'd surf trestles all day, and there was, and, and back in those days, uppers just had a handful of guys. Everybody's at lowers, and even everybody's not that many guys. I yeah. mean, it was not that crowded. Yeah. And I just fell in love with the spot, you know. Yeah, it's I'm so, so glad they protected that zone down there because yeah. it is. I was just there last Friday, Saturday, or whatever. And it's just, it is a special little it's zone. It's so beautiful, you know? dude. I still mean, feel like you're, from you're off the yeah. main path. And yeah. even though it's packed and there's all these people, but it's... I actually went there on Monday. Memorial Day weekend. Working Monday. hard? Memorial Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but from cottons to churches, dude, is there is there a, a, a better no. zone than that? Oh, maybe man. anywhere? And, no. and I mean... Because even middles and there's like... Yeah. Cotton, you could, dude, there's good ways. There's there, way, right? yeah. There's yeah. like quality waves yeah. in that yeah. mile yeah. distance. You're just like, yeah. fuck. Cottons. What do they call it? Barbed wires? Barbed wires. Uppers. Uh, yeah. And then lowers. And even middles. between yeah. middles, yeah. lowers, church. church. Yeah. The church is great. I mean, now, now you, you played football all throughout... Just through uh, high school, yeah. Through yeah. High, okay. Did, did you have a job or... Mm, I, yeah, I mean, I did it everything. Worked at a gas station. Sick. I was a busboy at Farrell's Ice Cream Parlor. Yes. I. <laughs> How fucking it. awesome was Farrell's? Dude, it dude. was awesome. When, dude. You had a, when you're a little kid, I want my birthday at Farrell's. Dude, yeah, yeah. Dude, I want to have a spot. Okay, so, split Sunday. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, uh, dude, I was a busboy. So you remember those zoos that run out when they have, when they have a, a birthday? That you could get the big bowl of yeah. like a hundred yeah. scoops of ice cream and all the shit, and they put it in, in a little chariot thing. And the guys would run around and they'd be blowing whistles. Yeah. I was that guy. So me and the guy would run around and the thing and doing these little turns and sliding around. And yeah. then we hand the thing and the, it was a birthday party. And then 15 kids attacked the yeah. <laughs> So were you wearing the fucking yeah, the, you straw hat? Yeah, the whole thing, dude. And I the loved stripes it. And the, okay, so check this in, out. In the, dude, uh, this is a funny story. Bow tie. That was actually my first job. So, so <laughs> the guy the guy that lived next door to me was a, was a waiter at... I was 14, ninth grade, and and he's all, hey, we have we we don't we we lost the dishwasher. Something happened to him. He's all, you want to come and 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 go to work? You get two dollars an hour. I'm all, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I go to work. He drives me, and they just like taught me for five minutes, and I and I'm and I'm in a restaurant, and I'm the I'm the dishwasher, right? So these. The di- so the busboys are bringing in these trays of all the dirty dishes, and I have this machine and this 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 uh, you know hose uh, hose thing, and I, and I f- kind of figure it out and and Got and I go through. I'll never forget the first night. I worked nine hours, Fuck. right? And, and you were fourteen. I was fourteen, and and the guy at the end of the night, the manager gave me eighteen bucks. It was cash, and I blew my fucking mind, dude. I blew my wad. I was like. I've been I'm getting, going back to I've been getting two dollars a week, my whole, you know, for to empty the trash. And I got eighteen bucks, dude. Yeah. I was so stoked that I, you know, dude. I want to do everything. So, and I, seriously, I did every, everything time I could. Yeah, you know, my That's mom such did, a good humble my, beginning. Dude, I swear, dude, but dude, I was so stoked. Yeah. Then I realized that the bus boys were getting tipped. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I got to get in on that. Yeah. So I was bus, I was, I was doing the, and I go, hey, if there's any extra shifts, I want to be a bus boy because they get an extra three or four bucks. Yeah, you get a break off from from, from the waiters. And so then I started doing that, and uh, that was such a rad experience for maybe a year, I guess. 
And uh, I'll never forget how, how stoked. I bought a skateboard. I bought a bike. Yeah. I had money to like do shit. And, yeah. I, and it was just so rad. Yeah, because what know? did your mom do for a living? She she worked at a, um, like a, I think like a, I want to say like a mortgage type of place. And she was a secretary. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was functioning. Like she could, she gave me a nice life. We had a house and groceries and she could cook. But she was like, you know, she, with the, know she had this bottle of wine uh, what's it called? It was these Boxy. big, big round bottles of oh, wine. Yeah. I forget what they were Gallo? called. Gallo, Gallo, yeah. big, big gallon. Yeah. Dude, they had the little, the little yeah. finger thing because yeah. I used to pour wine for it. I like my grandma. Give me a glass grandma, of wine. Yeah, my grandma would get that rosé. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So so and then I'd have to. So I kind of had to like take Think care of her in a way. And I think by by doing that kept me from going sideways. Yeah. Because I knew. I had to like take care of my mom and make sure she got the bed and and all that stuff and 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 because I look back I go man I'm a poster child for for going sideways yeah and for whatever reason I didn't yeah and and I and I till this day I think it was my coaches I think I was scared of them yeah like if I would have been you know well, I, I was well, gonna say yeah, father figure yeah, like, yeah I mean I think you know men in your life yeah there's yeah. Co- Coach Rinaldi um, big influence Coach Gladstone Coach Galasso. And these guys were disciplinarians, but but also just lovely, lovely men. Yeah. And uh, they were, of course, the fathers of my friends anyway. So yeah. I'd see them socially at their house, but also they were my coach. And I didn't want to let them down. Yeah. So I, I don't want to dig too deep, but what what did your dad do? My dad's just a salesman. And, okay. and uh, yeah, he, you know, he just didn't love my mom. And, and uh, it's funny because... Looking back, I love my son. I just have one son, and I love him so much, and I've supported him, and I don't want to miss a day of his life. And for yeah. him to just abandon me, I just it still blows my mind. Yeah. He's a, he, my mom passed away. My my dad is still alive, and and we 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 see each other once in a while, and I'm just happy that he's trying to make up for lost fucking time. up with me with my with Dane. That's so cool. He's a he's a great grandpa. He opens his wallet for the for the for the birthday and the Christmas. There's always a lot of money yeah. there, and he and we have breakfast together once in a while. He's he's a good grandpa to my son, which is means the world to me. Now, you know? was there a long period of time where you guys were yeah didn't talk? Yeah. yeah, completely. Yeah, completely. Were, were you uh, studious in school, or did you just get by? Oh, it was like, terrible. Terrible. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, smart football. Back to high school. Yeah, because you listen to this. Because so, you have to have your grade point at, at least a. Two or two five to, yeah. to be able to play sports. Yeah. So so back to high school. So, um, did I you remember, dress like a surfer? I remember. Yeah, I remember. I remember taking the SAT, and like I said, my mom was out. You know, she was absentee mom. I had to like figure. I didn't have any tutors or nothing. I had to figure. So I was a C C student. I had to try to do my homework on my own, and, and and just with my ADD, and which looking back now is, I think the reason I'm a successful photographer the way I focused on stuff but I remember taking the SAT and, and not even understanding how important it was and I didn't even finish it I couldn't finish it and, and I remember getting such a terrible score that they go look you gotta take this again I go I gotta take it again I go why am I taking this they go because this is the test that you have to get into college I'm like oh I didn't even know I didn't know why I was even taking this test yeah I knew I was on a Saturday I didn't want to be there and I and I don't even know what I it was like in the, in the three or know. four hundred it was yeah. terrible. You, so then I took out. it again, 
And I still set the record for the worst score ever. I, I think I'm in the record books if you look it up. So fucking, I've got to be in there somewhere. So so college was like, and all of a sudden, I remember like the school year ended, and I still didn't know what the, what I was going to do. But you were getting C's. I was getting C's. Okay. I, I, I graduated. Yeah. And you uh, played football all yeah, throughout high school. all throughout high school. And, and, and you graduated. Actually, that was my introduction to photography, which to... to, to, to Kick kick off that part is the one of the coaches coached photography at sixth period, which was after lunch and then right before football started. So all the football players would take the photography class as your elective, and he would just teach you photography for ten minutes and do football <laughs> schemes the rest of the time. Sick. And then we'd run out to the field and do it. But at, but during that, he'd have to teach you a little bit. Yeah. So I remember. Being in the dark room and like I still couldn't figure out why why the thing would I could see it with the red light but not the white light I didn't know anything yeah and I remember kind of like learning a little bit of it and going wow that's kind of cool and that was kind of it and then um, and then what was the was it fun to you to like take pictures and they, did you no I didn't even have a camera they had they had cameras at the school that you could use for. They'd say, "Okay, there's this an easy go, class go, at coach has. Yeah, go, go, take pictures of nature, and so everyone go out, and then you have to develop your film, and then you take, you know, you show a picture of a tree, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And I and I got through the class, of course, because of the football. But but, it, but never really no, clicked. Nothing. Like, nothing clicked. clicked with you. Nothing clicked. Okay. At all. It, it was confusing more than that. <laughs> so C yeah. grades, you bomb the SAT, and yeah, and you, you go so, to college. Yeah. So so summer goes through, and I'm just surfing, and and. And then all of a sudden it's like, what do we? And so I, my uh, best friend at the time, uh, guy named Dave, and and well, Paco and Chi, we had we had, we used to go to Baja too. Uh, K thirty eight was yeah. my dude. How great was camping that? on the fucking bluff at K thirty eight was unbelievable. So, so we, gave our, we gave ourselves Mexican names. So I was Gomez, Tom was <laughs> Tom was Chico, and Dave was Paco. So we were the three, three, three amigos. We just gave three amigos. So and this uh, is right out of high school. Right out of high school. Yeah. So, so we all just go. What are we gonna do? And we went to Pierce College, and Pierce College uh, is in the valley. It's in Woodland Hills. Nothing special about it. We just, just like a city college. Just like a city college. Yeah. It's but, a JC. But before you go deep into your story, how crazy is that? You're 18, 19 years old, going to Mexico dude, by yourself, dude, dude, all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I had that wave wired, dude. I mean, K38 to me. Because, dude, third point, Malibu was still crowded. It was not as crowded as it is now, but it was still crowded. Go to K38, get the same wave with six guys out. Yeah. I loved it down there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fish tacos and Coronas. Just, and Dude, I just, the whole fucking thing was insane. For, for a surfer, again, going back to that nostalgic, like, lowers kind of atmosphere where you're kind of off the beaten path. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's yeah. all down there. And you eat yeah. tacos for nothing. Yeah. There's, yeah. You're loose. Yeah. So, so like I said, Trussell was a surf trip. Then that was, like, a real surf trip. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's and funny because it's only, it's a, for you guys, it's probably a three and a half, four hour drive. Not bad. Not yeah. bad at all. Yeah. In the crowd, the border wasn't bad back then. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so um, so anyway, back to Malibu. So I remember when I started surfing, I was really noticed the scene. And the scene at Third Point Malibu was just, just fucking rad. I remember watching the guys that were really good. And go, man, I want to be like them. And I was just a kook, but I was getting better, you know, because I'm a good athlete. I mean, yeah. I can do any sport. 
pretty good. Yeah. I can pick up whatever it is and do pretty good. And uh, I remember seeing all these guys and noticing how they were and trying who, to be who like was, that. Who was the standouts? Um, Sarlo. Yeah, Sarlo was there. Willie Morris. Uh, never super friendly, but Sarlo was there. <laughs> Jay Riddle was there. Uh, Mike, the Lamb brothers, Mike Lamb. The Altieri brothers, Tony Altieri and his brother. The Stobie brothers were there. Jim Walgren, who I ended up getting, meeting at Pierce College and getting my boards from him, which made a huge difference in my surfing. Mm. Brian Courtney, backside, just just like power surfer. Craig Alexander, who I'm friends with to this day. He lives right on 41st Street. So I knew all the guys, you know. And uh, But here's the funny part. So when I went to Pierce, I'm like, they had a surf team. I go, fly on So me and my buddy... Uh, <laughs> My two friends were, let's join the surf team. You know, we weren't that great yet, but we were, let's try out. So we went, and all my Malibu heroes were all at my fucking school. They were all at Pierce College. They were Valley guys. So I was just blown. Oh, Steve Morris. So Willie, Willie Morris was already a pro, but Steve Morris, his brother, was on the surf team also. Hmm. And he was just rad. So all the guys I was looking up to at Malibu were on the surf team at Pierce. That's awesome. And we were good. Like, I was just an uh, alternate kind of guy, and uh, we were on the team, and, and we got to know everyone, and we'd have contests, and we would go against UC Santa Barbara, Long Beach. We'd go against all of them, and we'd hold our own. We were good. Yeah. And, Is that uh, like a, a community college? Community college. Yeah. And uh, it was a Pierce College. And so, here's the funny thing, though. So, I was like an alternate kind of guy, but... Back then, a surf team consisted of this. You had 12 surfers, three girls, and three kneeboarders. Yeah, kneeboarders. The, the, there was no boogie boarding, but kneeboarder yeah. was kind of a thing. Yeah. And we didn't have any kneeboarders. So I go, so I, and, and I was always like an alt, like one of, just missing the 12, which you could still surf, or maybe I'd be the last guy, but I, but I go, fuck, I'll kneeboard, because I just wanted to be part of the team, right? Are so you better than uh, Bill Sharp? <laughs> <laughs> Sharpie was my hero. So, so check this out. So we would go to contests, and and I would fucking win every single fucking kneeboard, kneeboard contest. I swear to God. He would win the contest They just did one heat. They just did one heat. I'd win it every fucking time, which gave points to the team, yeah. which helped us win. Yeah. So that was my thing, dude. I, fucking, I was on my surfboard. I had a kneeboard. I was just going to say. I, yeah. no, I was on my surfboard, and I would just fucking... Just because I could surf switch dance, so yeah. I think it was kind of easy for me to like kind of do it. Yeah, and I would win it every fuck. It was embarrassing as hell <laughs> to win the, but fuck, I would just win it, and, and and I remember my guys cheering for me because I win the fucking thing. Yeah, so every yeah. position mattered. Yeah, yeah, it mattered. Yeah, and we had a couple good girls, which made our team better. So yeah. we, we that was fun, and that, that was, was just, a golden ticket. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, kneeboarding was pretty. Popular back, back, back then, then but yeah, girls were really, really, 80s, really early tough. 80s. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy how kneeboarding was that popular. It was kind of a thing. Yeah, and then, but during your generation, our generation, it, it kind of faded out. I think out. It went, there's, there is no, Sharpie's the only guy I know of. I don't know if We have a bunch in, in Huntington. There's I know, I know, uh, Tom Backer uh, and, uh, Big Tony was Big a Tony's a kneeboarder, yeah. 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 But there's Tom Backer and there's then a couple guys, uh, yeah. Phil Fine. Phil Fine was like kind of like the guy. There was for a pro. NSSA's he was stuff. like, yeah. He was, yeah. And yeah. Sharp was that guy for, for here. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. another guy, Barry something. I forget his last name. I'm drawing yeah. a blank. Yeah. He went off to be a freaking cowboy. Yeah. Like a rodeo dude. Oh, really? Yeah. What a trip. Anyway, that's crazy. But so yeah, it was what, popular. What were you 
going to college to be? And... No, I had no idea. I just took classes. <laughs> I mean, I just... So I what did, about football? I literally didn't know. No, I just... After high school, I was just... Done. I, I was into surfing. I like... Didn't Now, looking back, that's why I tell my son. My son's playing mm. football. He just missed the team, making the team at SMU. He, he's the all-league kicker, quarterback for Corona Omar. They nice. won the state championship. And he just missed the team at SMU in, in Dallas. And now he's... And so he's going to come back. He's playing at Saddleback this this fall, coming home for a semester. Then he's going to go back to SMU. I go, look, don't be 27 and look back and go, fuck, I should have played and at least tried. Because yeah. I look back, well, man, I was pretty good. I could have maybe played. But I, I was so into surfing, it didn't even cross my mind. Surfing you does never that. thought of like playing never, college nope, ball, nope, not surfing. Never wanted to be a pro football nope. player. No, looking back, I go, man, it's pretty good, but but dude, I was all all in. S- fucking yeah. surfing, surfing man. was it is it either surfing's a hell of a drug. Dude, I mean, it's a dream, dude. I'm telling <laughs> you, it either freaking curveballs you to the right path or curveball you off the path. Surfers and golfers <laughs> are the two most crazy motherfuckers on the planet because <laughs> you're just addicted to that sport and you get better every time you surf. Yeah. You think it's golf is, is that golf's the same way. Golf, the, the, the in way. my life, the people that I've known that are fanatics, yeah. golfers and surfers. Like, dude, if it's two foot and onshore, yeah. you're getting better. If it's eight feet and epic, you're yeah. like having the time of your it, life. It's it, just it's always it's a, rad. It's an individual sport, and you, like you say, you can always improve, and you can do it your entire life. Yeah, and, and I, I feel yeah, like you're peak at surfing based on you know physical yeah you know issues but i feel like you can still have fun. surfing is is really like physical talent and golf is mental physical talent. very very true right yeah yeah, yeah. they're both like yeah. lars a really good surfer very true <laughs> really good but let's look at fucking... what are you saying my mental capacity isn't there <laughs> But I mean, I there's say, a lot of surfers that are good golf. Look at Slater. You, you I know. It. There's a lot of good guys that's yeah. golf, you know? Yeah, it's true. But uh, but anyway, so I had one year at Pierce, and I go, all right, I got to get the fuck out of the valley. And, and you um, never picked up the camera again? Nope. No. Okay. No. In San Diego, uh, it's like, there's a lot of good nope, fucking surfers. I still wasn't a photographer. I wish I had pictures of that back in those days. Um, did I take a photo class at Pierce? I might have taken a photo class at Pierce for like an elective, but it was just like a thing. But then I looked at, at the places I could go, and I go, Orange Coast College, Newport Beach, because that's when the Echo Beach, Surf Mags, I go, fuck, I want to be part of that. Yeah. And Huntington. The, hot, the hottest dude, 100 yards. Yeah, dude, hottest 100 yards. And, and also Huntington Pier, I remember coming there and surfing the pier back in the day, too, going, this, this place. The waves were so good. I don't know if you guys realize, being Huntington guys, how good the pier is. Yeah. Yeah. Huntington Beach is a world-class yeah. I mean, I've been all over. There's so many good and, I mean, days. Some days fine. I've been out at night and I go, look, if I was in France right now at Biarritz and it was as good as... I mean, it's like Huntington's all time. It's yeah. that good. Yeah, we, we got... Yeah, you no, it's spoiled. not. You guys. spoiled. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's never good. Yeah, don't go. Don't go. Yeah, it's only a, certain times yeah, of the year. Only certain times no, of the year. And only at night. Yeah. And it's sharky at night. <laughs> it's super sharky. Don't go. But, but, uh, but old, to me, it was yeah. just so consistent and good and... Yeah. yeah, as far as where you're coming from, from you know the Malibu. Yeah, dude, it's two out, foot there. Yeah, it's always pumping. Yeah, in Huntington. Yeah, kind of it compared is. It's to just, that. Yeah, it's one of the most consistent spots on, in but the world. It, it, there's always something right. Yeah. I mean, maybe every day. But yeah. I'll have to say it used to be better with the old pier and the old piling setup than it is on the new pier. Yeah, you know. Like the way the sand, dude. You can talk about Fifty Fourth Street all yep. day long. We, and the same thing here. Yeah, dude. but re- yeah. regardless, it was a great, yeah. great place and. 
I mean, Orange Orange Coast College had a really good surf team yeah. too. Yeah. Like yeah. we talked to a lot Tom of guys. Tom Mack. Yeah. Tom Mack was part of it, right? Yeah. yeah. He he was a little bit before me, so I, I didn't meet Tom. I met him at San Diego State. Uh, but anyway, so when I moved down here, we. So did you finish Pierce or? I, I just did one year. Okay. And I go. And I go. I go. Lars uh, reaching for an Ashland. So I go. Yeah. I'm out of here. Um. I love it. Little squirt of uh, yeah, lemon lime. Good. Ashland. Yeah. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Ashland. Yeah. Ashland. That's some good stuff. The seltzers. Yeah. Unreal. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I remember, this is the little secret sauce, I remember, so I go, I go, you guys, dude, we got to move to Newport because there was a school we could go to. I mean, I could go to Orange College. College. And so we came down and we looked around and we got a house at 5308 Seashore (laughs) right there. And we got a house and... What were you doing for work? Um, I was, at that point, I worked at a gas station. And so I remember the, the shifts were either nine to three or three to nine. And here in Newport? No, no, this is up there. So I worked all summer and then sometimes I do double shifts. So I'd work from nine in the morning to nine at night. Or when I go nine to three, I'd go to the beach after and surf in the evening. Or if I had the three to nine shift, I'd surf in the morning and go. Or I would do doubles to make money. Full, full service? Full service. And so back then, so on the weekends, there was no, um, no garage. But we would still fix tires. So, and I was an expert at it, dude. So people come in and they need to fire their tire fixed. I go, got, got you. Pull around back, and I, I had the full measure. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I make, and I just pocket the money. I mean, yeah. I apologize to whoever I need to apologize for. <laughs> but I used to do that all the time. I do the extra shit. Yeah. I would change oil. I would do all the stuff. And we were close. I mean, it was ninety nine percent manual labor yeah. versus like yeah. using and a so, few tools. Yeah, so. and so I would just, you know, I would, I would like if I change the oil. I would, I would, you know, pay for the, I would have them pay for the oil and, and pay the gap, but I would take the labor money. Yeah. And dude, I used to do that all the time, all summer long. And, Make tips. And, and yeah, yeah, dude, it was great. It was, it was such a good job. I so had so you, much did you fun. put in a transfer? What, what were you at? Texaco or, or Exxon? <laughs> Chevron? You, you, you got Shell? A, you got a tech? Mobile? I made a transfer it, it down. Was, so uh, it was the orange one, 76. It was mm. 76 stations. So. Yeah. The spirit of yeah. 76. The spirit of 76, yeah. <laughs> Texaco, those even yeah. around? No. Yeah. So anyway, so we got here, and I just remember just just loving this place. So uh, your three me and my three buddies, yeah, and we and we and we met two guys. How did we get the two other roommates? Somehow we got two other roommates, or five of us, and uh, rented Orange the Coast house College, right on the beach. Right, not on the beach. It was on the seashore. Okay. But back then, it was like for each guy, it was like two hundred and twelve bucks a month. I think it was with utilities. With all of us, it wasn't that bad. And I think you know what? Looking back, my dad kicked in money at that time. I didn't see my dad, but. He was giving money to my mom, and I think they helped with the rent. I remember that. So, but I remember, dude, 54th Street and Echo Beach was so good back then. You had the left off the North Jetty, then you had the right off 56th, then you had one or two peaks in the middle, and 52nd Street Jetty was like a left barrel. I mean, it was good. What, yeah. what year is this? This is 82, 83. Wow. 82, 83. And I was right in the midst of stuff. And I remember going down. And I go, fuck, there's Danny Quan, there's Preston Murray, there's Alo, 
Craig Brazda. Like all my heroes yeah. Yeah. that I'd seen were like right there. Well, there were poster boys in every magazine. Yeah, which you, know? you guys probably hated to come from Huntington because it was a rivalry. So were they? Were they? Was uh, on his polka dot? Board yep, yep. And red, white, and blue. Yeah, and yeah, dude. It, and and dude, Preston Murray had a white, a white wetsuit, and he looked like an angel, dude. He was just like my hero, dude. I love <laughs> Preston Murray, dude. He was just like my guy. So I was just, you know, I was, a, I, was yeah, I want to say Were a they mom. cool to you or were they they, they were cool, but I was just like. You knew your place. You I, I knew my to, place, yeah. dude. I, I was just there to be stoked and be part of it and catch my. I, I used to like watch them surf because they were my heroes and I'd yeah. catch the other waves. Hey, just let me go to your like, your guys' party, your keg. Yeah. yeah. No, so no, this is the funny part. <laughs> so we had a, a bitch in house and we used to have parties and they would end up start coming, you know? Jeff Parker. Was dude, I just that Jeff Parker. So when I became, you know, we kind of became yeah, friends a little bit. In the max. These guys were our gods. Yeah. At that time, because Mike Moyer, yeah, he was incredible, and he was my hero. And again, at that time, I didn't even fathom being a photographer. Like I didn't even still have. I didn't gravitate toward Mike Moore. Like going, hey, what are you doing? I yeah. like I didn't even. I want to be a surfer, and I was getting better. And surfing switch dance out here, I was ripping, you know? I could do 360s both ways. What? I could, yeah, uh, goofy what you, foot. What were you riding then? Pierce? I was riding um, twin fins. And, um, by, by and who? What, what? And, um, what shaper? Greg Pouchy. At oh, Pouch. Pouch from, from McCoy. Well, I brought the 20s from Jim Walgren, shaped my boards. He was on our surf team. And I so I had his boards. And then when I came down here... Uh, we were somehow got sponsored by by McCoy, so Pouchy was making our boards. And I remember when I first got a trifin, it was really stiff. I didn't like it, so I remember back then you had glass in fins. Yeah, I shaved my third fin down because I didn't Make like it. A little it. looser, but because he, he didn't, he wasn't making twin fins really. You know, it was so more, he got sponsored by. Great well, pouch. not me, but but the the but the the the, the crew kind of was. We yeah. all got our boards, and he gave us like a discount. Sick. And so um, a group discount. Yeah, it was just kind of like <laughs> yeah, lo- the local, you just get your boards yeah. there, and it just kind of what it is. And and I, I think wave maybe wave tools. I had a I had a twin friend from wave tools. Yeah. I think I did. I, I mean, yeah, just but was the main guy. Imagining that scene, Echo Beach back then, dude, with okay, all the cameras. So and if you walk out of, out of my house here and go to Fifty Fourth Street, the opening, that wall was just lined up with girls. And guys would be hanging out, and boards would be there, and there's like there's thirty people there. It was like a beach party every single day. Yeah, yeah. They weren't by the water; they were by the. It was kind of a cool place to be. Yeah. So right when you walk up, you're kind of like you gotta like walk through like the you know like the, like the the, uh, you the gauntlet know, the gauntlet yeah. yeah like you know and it was it, but I was really kind of back like looking back I was kind of a little bit shy I wasn't like I just I just knew that they were so far above my me that 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 I was just respectful and stoked to be to be witnessing it yeah you know so was it hard to get waves against no because it's so consistent it's so yeah. good there it's you know it is and it's they were break. cool to you like everybody's they, they cool. yeah you yeah I was good enough to to hold my own and yeah. respectful enough to and then we had the party I got to know a couple guys like Brazda JP and uh, Preston, I kind of got to know him a little bit, and, yeah. and I just remember just like I worship those guys, dude. And then you start having parties at your house. Yeah, they they come by and stuff. I go fuck, you know. Like, I can't like, imagine trying to get parties. in there a little bit. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Like, great. Echo Beach over yeah. here. So good, dude. 
<laughs> well, that's what that's what you did on the day. You just network on the beach with all the girls. Like, yeah, we're gonna have a little yeah, freaking totally deal, like a freaking the pad. Like, cruise by, we're over it's, here, and like so up, we used to have. My, my my roommate, we back then, God, we, did we have tapes back then? Fuck, it was so old school. I don't know if we had a record player. We had, but but we had a Eight track. We had a party. Record. We had a party, uh, uh, um, like soundtrack of people partying, like like yeah. like a cocktail party soundtrack. We played that, so it sounded like it'd be fucking a party going on. And the people one by one come on up and then become a party. Yeah, it was so funny looking you back at that. Party up there? <laughs> yeah, three dudes drinking. Where is that? <laughs> totally. Like, where is everybody? Well, it's gonna just come yeah. on in. Yeah. Oh, so good. We, I mean, the the beach days when you're young, and I mean, we did the same thing, but it was on Northside yeah. Tower too. Yeah. Surf yeah. all day, party all night. Yeah, Dude. that was it. that. That's what you were doing. Dude. It was just right? so, so good. <laughs> it was so fun. So you come down, you go so, to OCC. Yeah, come down to OCC, and uh, I took photography classes there. And I, I'm trying to, like, I, I was trying to jog my memory before we did this. And, and I don't know what what caused me to take some classes, but something inspired me. And when I took some classes, I really go, this is fucking cool. I'm kind of good at it, you know? And so I took some classes at, at Orange Coast College. and, and But you never bought a camera yet no i still use the ones that they had and it was like something cool where you're like oh this is i'm gonna make a ton of money because it's not like that's what you go into photography for it's like yeah you know figure out what you wanted to do for a living yet i thought i have to be a salesman like my dad's a salesman my coaches were probably salesmen i i didn't know i just knew i had to go to school and figure something out didn't know and the terrible student because and looking back, it really wasn't my fault. I had no tutoring, no help, no guidance, and I have ADD severely. Like you know, looking at I'm an OCD, like like the like the uh, noticing everything. Yeah. But again, and we'll get to this later. The noticing everything was kind of my gift. Yeah. In the in in the long run. Yeah. I mean. So know. so anyway, yeah. So um, right next door to us, a bunch of Hawaiian guys moved in. Oh. That, that are like to this day my, my, my best friends Koa Sam Chris Dawson um, um, Kevin what the fuck was his name um, Andrew Coots and all these Hawaiian guys moved in next door and we became friends with them and they, they that's the pipeline Hawaii Orange Coast get your residency go to San Diego State so they put it in my head to go to San Diego State so I got my degree at Orange Coast College. Your AA? My AA degree. And I got into San Diego State. It's the only school that would accept me. I remember applying to a couple schools and I got in. Because most people like, I want to go to San Diego because Mexico's across the street and surf. Yeah, that that was it. It was surf. And I remember um, San Luis Obispo, I had a girl I was dating that went there. And I went up to visit her. And she was rad and hot and all that stuff. And I went surfing. I go, fuck, this is cold and kind of sharky and dark. I remember surfing a place called ha- ha- Haggerty's? Haggard Hazards. Oh, Hazards. Hazards? Is it called? Yeah. Or, um, Hazards. It's it, kind of like Holama area, right? Yeah. Hazards? No, no. What is it called? Ha- um, there, there's Moro. There's Moro Bay. There's Cayucas. And then there's the there's the Montana de Oro. Park, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a spot there. It's a reef break. Yeah. I remember going there, and the water's dark. The kelp Sharky. is dark. It's fucking scary. 
And I go, fuck this place. And I went to San Jose State instead. So like, later, babe. Yeah, later, babe. <laughs> Dude, seriously. Later, she wasn't that hot. So um, I went to San Jose State. And uh, again, business, pre-business or whatever, and took classes. And I remember when I went there, it was a lot harder than I thought. The classes were a lot harder than North so, Coast College. Yeah. Backtrack a second. So yeah. you went to Orange Coast College and then transferred. Transferred to San Diego. San Diego State. Yeah. And so I went to a year at Pierce College and a year and then I got my AA degree and then I went down eighty four. And you're still not sure what you want to not do. Not a photographer yet. But you wanted to go down there because But I wanted to surf. I wanted to surf. I wanted to be with my Hawaiian friends. Because they all moved down there. And I wanted to be close to Mexico. Yeah. And and I just it was the only school that set me. I, I didn't have any other choices. What, I was what a blessing gonna, in disguise. Yeah. yeah. You know, you're like, I, 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 I didn't is... even know how they accepted me or why. I mean, I, I, got, I got in somehow because now it's hard to get in there. Yeah. yeah. It's like a hard school now. Oh, all, all good colleges but, are. But, all post yeah, colleges but are. Back, and I go, fuck. And, you know, and again, I think, I think my dad, my, I still hadn't seen my dad very much, but I think he paid for my college. So I got in. And um, I remember the first semester taking business class and stuff. I go, this is really hard, man. I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> like the first week, algebra or whatever I was taking, I was lost after three classes. Yeah. I completely fucked. I was like, oh my god, this is so hard. And um, math and is, I, algebra is stupid, dude. I mean, wow. <laughs> you know, economics. Yeah. What, and all the this stuff. Is X, go, what the fuck is x times y uh, equals? Yeah. Uh, my my daughter, she's. We just had, well, her, my my wife just had to pick classes because she's going, it's like calculus. And it, it, yeah. the craziest yeah. classes. I'm like, oh, good luck. Don't waste your money. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're at a. Yeah. But somehow you keep graduating. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somehow I keep going by. So He's anyway, a great test taker. So, so there's a, my best friend at the time was a guy named Chris Dawson. And his best friend growing up was a guy named Ralph Gray. Which I didn't know because Ralph was already at San Diego State. He's all and he, and my friend Chris Dawson was was behind me a year, so he couldn't go to San Diego State. So he's all, dude, I'll be right behind you, but you got to meet my friend Ralph. We grew up together since I was five years old. So I met Ralph and we hit it off right away. The three three we were best friends immediately, and, and they so, all surfed and all surfed. And so we're all let's let's rush fraternity. So we go whatever. So we just started going to these parties. And we, we and just went. You didn't try football or anything. Football again? was gone. Football, football was gone after high school. Again, looking back, I think I could have been. I was a good kicker too. I think I could have been a good kicker. But surfing, dude, surfing was all surfing. Yeah. yeah. And, there and I was a good skier too. So I remember uh, I wasn't on the surf team at Orange Coast College, but I was on the ski team. And our ski team at Orange Coast College was fucking national champions because we had Norwegian. Exchange students that were like Olympic fucking skiers, dude. Wow. So we would go to Mammoth and Big Bear and ski, and I was really into it, and I was good at it. And uh, snowboarding wasn't a thing yet. We'd be racing. Down, uh, but you, you snow skied. Snow skied. You knee skied. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't knee ski. who, who the fuck did we interview that had John they, Gothard? That he was on the ski team too. Yeah. No. Well, there was somebody that he went. went and lived somewhere else There's, in Utah. I don't know. Yeah, I we had it. a couple of skiers, but it was funny because yeah, it was. Dude, I I, I, I mean, we used to surf here, 
and and we'd ski like every Wednesday night. We'd night ski and fucking train for for ski team, and I was really into it. And uh, I, had, I had the best time, but we we were so good because the Norwegian guys we'd fucking win every we we'd go against Berkeley, USC, like Colorado, like yeah, all these rad and here's Orange Coast College winning these things. You know, it was so fun. That's I, had the, funny. I had the best time looking back on that. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, so once Sango State, and uh, so Ralph Gray. Uh, me, we got in the fraternity at Lambda Chi Alpha. That's where I met Tom McElroy, Kalani Schrader. Like, all my best friends to this day are from that fraternity. And what's the fraternity? Lambda Chi Alpha. And half the guys were on the surf team. So, of Perfect. course, I tried out for the surf team, made the team. We had, we had so many guys. We had an A team, a top 12, and a, and a 13 to 24. We had A team, B team. So, I was always. One of the top B team guys, and if, if a couple guys didn't show up at the A team, I could get on the A team. So I was good enough to be there, you know. And that was so fucking rad. It was and so you have fun. To blacks. We surfed. Yeah, we surfed blacks. Our, our home break was um, was Mission surfed. Beach is where we tra- trained. Pines. Trained a couple times. Uh, we yeah, we surfed contests at Torrey Pines, and and so that was really really fun. And um, was Mission Beach like the party scene? Mission Beach. Uh, back then was a little more seedy. It wasn't. It wasn't as cool as it is now. Yeah. With nice restaurants and all that kind stuff. Kind of like a more, Oceanside little transient. Little, yeah, a little like more. City. Yeah. Like Oceanside now is rad. Dude, if we all could have bought property back then, but it was kind of seedy. Yeah. So, but uh, I used to love surfing, surfing the jetty because it was a, just a bitch and left, and and it was just you know it was great down there, and, and our team was good, and to this day I'm friends with all these guys and. And that was really fun. That was a great experience. So all my years of competitive... So, again, I, I, I was always a good surfer, but I had a, I had a cap. Like, even when... Like, uh, like the Hawaiian guys here, I would beat them here in California. But i go to Hawaii and be like, whoa, these guys are fucking like... Yeah. You know? Um, but um, I anyway, I just, I just really... Love the whole fucking scene. Yeah, I, I just, I just, I just love it. Best years of your life. And so you know? okay, so yeah, back to college. So when school was hard at San Diego State, I, my girlfriend at the time was a model, and she's all, "Why don't you try out for the Daily Act?" She's out. The, there's paper. Okay, so back then there's no social media. Yeah. So the school newspaper is super rad, and San Diego State had one of the best in the country, like sixty pages. Wow. Like a big award-winning paper hmm. and they had tryouts to be a daily Aztec photographer and I was thinking fuck I, I remember I, I was start I was was I taking pictures yet I think I, I think I, no at Orange Coast College yeah I was taking classes at Orange Coast College and I remember kind of getting kind of fun having fun with it and and, and I remember buying some equipment I remember yeah Orange Coast College I bought some equipment and I go fuck this I'm good at this you know, and, see, and photographers back then, if you're a serious photographer, you would not only take the pictures, you would also develop them. the film. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays, you're, it's everything's computerized. Yeah. But, but yeah, develop the film. And so I learned all that stuff. And actually, yeah, I kind of skipped that. I apologize. But Orange Coast College, I kind of started kind of getting it pretty good. And I like took the next class. And then, okay, this is the advanced class. And, yeah. and I took those. And I was I was pretty good at it. So when I went to San Diego State, they didn't have a photography program there. But I, I thought I had to go there to be a businessman. I go, I, I need to be a businessman. 
do sales. I didn't know what that was. I think sales was the, the thing. And I remember being so hard. I go, fuck, I can't do that. But hey, maybe I can be a photographer. So my girlfriend said, hey, the Daily Aztec newspaper is having a tryout. Why don't you go see if you can be on the, you know? And I never did a, like a lot of, act, you know, I just did a few things here and there. I remember shooting some surfing pictures. Shoot photos and girl? Shoot photos and girl a, a lot and just different things. What kind of shots? And <laughs> What kind of shots? <laughs> uh, low light. Uh, shots? Yeah, I wish I would have. I'd look back at him because he was fucking hot. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, yeah. So, okay. So I go to this thing. I go to the Daily Aztec tryout. And this guy, Dana Fisher, super rad guy. And he's like, okay, you guys, we're going to go to a volleyball game. There's wow. six of us. Okay, I didn't have a, I, I had my camera. That's right, I did have my camera. So we went to a vo- indoor volleyball game. Yep. Peterson Gym, and we each had. He gave us a, a roll of film or a couple rolls of film, and it was black and white. You know, the kind you roll. You know, and he's okay. I want you guys to shoot the volleyball game. Whoever gets the best shot is going to be published in the paper tomorrow. Wow. And you're going to get the job. And I go fuck. That's cool. I go fuck. You know. So I had my plan to. To, to you know, I'll just I'll just shoot the net. He's like, but you can't shoot the net because it'd be so easy just to focus on just pass the net and get the guy hit. You can't do that. That's my job. I'm doing that. You guys got to get all the other stuff. Oh fuck. So and again, back then you can't look at the back of the camera. You just have to shoot and hope for the best. Yeah, you're looking. And he's like, I want you to figure out your lighting. I want you to figure out your settings. Speed and and your your film's marked. So. Um, we did the thing. It was an absolute nightmare. It was a, it was really hard, and you didn't go. I scored one. I didn't know just like, at all. Knows. I just was doing fucking you know best. So the next day, fucking paper comes out. Sports section. There's a picture of a guy going ah! like a full dig. Future Olympic player. I think it was Eric Sato. Ah! Daily Aztec photo by Michael Voorhees. Wow. And I fucking got the job. I got just got chills. And I, <laughs> and I got the fucking I got so I got the photo in the paper. I remember fraternity guys, my fraternity because I told my fraternity guys what I was doing. They're all fucking forties, fuck. And then I, I got the fucking job, okay. And so I started going, and, and there. And back then, you were paid a little bit. Yeah, I was based just on say, the, a deal you, at you the were, school. You were, you were paid by the amount of pages that that were done because that that meant how many ads that were put in the newspaper and so i remember getting and, and so free film all the and so my camera matched the camera lenses they had so i could have lenses and stuff i got more stuff and you could develop your stuff and and i remember just that that was like made me just like that that seeing my name on that photo was a fucking shot of heroin dude it was like not that i've done any heroin yeah. but it was like wow that's my fucking jam. Yeah. I go, that was it. Under- and, and then I thought, I'm looking at myself and I go, fuck, other people are going, fuck, you know, I took that photo. Fuck, I, you know. And, and the cool thing about photography is that it's forever. You yeah. captured a moment that's never going to go away. Yeah. And then I started going, man, this, yeah. So, so I, I'm, I'm thinking as you're, you're talking about that experience, like photographers, I mean, it's a fucking artwork. It's, it's, there's a lot to a really beautiful photograph taking with the with a, a camera, especially back in the day, because you know the aperture, yeah. the speed, the you know it's it was like not just a point and shoot. It was more of like, all right, you have to anticipate all the things that 
the lighting, yeah, the speed, yeah. the whatever, yeah. yeah, and the angles. Yeah. Like you, you had to think about what you were shooting, yeah, and almost it's like an instrument more than just yeah, a point dude, one hundred percent, right? Yeah, 100%. and you're talking about other lenses, yeah, you know, yeah, the fit, but, but you know, you know, the, what? it's funny when, but when I look back at that time, I was just kind of like trying to figure it out like I kind of got lucky in, in a way and 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 you know maybe you know maybe I do that same exact assignment today and I miss the shot I don't know but I got a fucking great shot yeah a once in a, a once in a lifetime shot at a once in a lifetime time <laughs> and I yeah. you know what I mean yeah and, and I Projecting. look back I go what if I didn't get that picture what would I be doing today what if what your hot girlfriend station? didn't tell you to what drive if, yeah that? dude again, dude I'm, I'm serious it's like fuck it's, it's amazing isn't that wild yeah. like so, when you reflect on life dude like that moment like that you moment you hit those crossroads or something pinnacle something happened yeah. what if that guy didn't hit that ball to that guy at that moment yeah what if he fucking missed the ball what if you focused on some other Person. Yeah. What if? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many things for me to get that gig, and and how that changed my life instantly. So, so, yeah. So so being instantly business savvy, were you able to like side hustle and shoot other things outside of the? Not yet. Because I was still figuring and, shit out. So here's the thing that the, how I progressed. So Dana Fisher, to this day, I, I love that guy. He 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 was a surf photographer from the from the valley. Yeah, he, and, he he did some stuff. He did some surf photography. We talked about it. But right after I got hired, he got hired at a big newspaper. So he left a few weeks after he hired me, which moved me up. And in then the college, and then in college. So with so with the group of photographers we had, I think there was five or six of us. I became the best sports photographer. Like so, I was sent out to all the shit: track meets, basketball, football. You know, baseball, this and that. So, so by shooting every day, you're getting better. Yeah, I remember going now, to the aquatic center. Paid for for each no, shot? Or no, no, you're that? not paid at all. You're at the end of the the week. You get a little like I'm talking like a thirty seven dollar uh, check for for <laughs> the advertising stuff. We're not talking. This is a class. You get yeah. credits. It's a class. Okay. So it was not but the, but it was just a bonus that you got a little bit of money which is kind of cool you know yeah um, it's an internship but, but, that you're getting but, a little reward dude the film I had all the film developing all that shit was like right there for me I remember going there at 10 o'clock at night developing film there'd be people in the press room oh we got a story Voorhees you got a picture for this oh yeah I got that and you know and it was just such a cool vibe what a trip. to be in that to be in that environment that's what stoked me so much I go man this is cool yeah, yeah, you're infused in the you're whole contri- process. You're contrib- yeah, you're yeah, contributing. Yeah, contributing. Yeah, and it was like, fuck, yeah. so cool, man. I loved it. So was surf photography in your mind at all? or Not really. <laughs> Not really. I just, I was still on the surf team. I was surfing good. Yeah. I wasn't winning contests, but I, w- I could get through a few heats. I could get some points for my team. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it's funny. I never won a contest my whole career. But I made one final. And the one final I made was at Lake Street. Sick. In Huntington. And I remember it was a, it was a big contest. It was like a lot of, a lot Thanks of teams. Thanks for saying Lake Street and not First Street. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Is that bad or good? No, it's no, good. That's great. That's, like that's what it used right to be. There. Oh, is yeah. it? That's what it should be called yeah. still. But, but anyway, I remember being there and it was just a perfect day for me. It was, it, was, it was peaky so I could go left and right. And I was just, 
I was just on fire. And I remember... Was it a college I, it event? Was, yeah, college event. San Jose State was... But it was a big, bigger... There was a lot of teams there. Like yeah. That guy in and yellow ripped that left, and the yeah. other guy ripped that right. Yeah. And he's going... <laughs> he's still wearing yellow. Yeah. Is there a guy, is there well, a guy that left over yeah. the last team? And I, I remember I, I won... I won like every heat... And I got to the final, and then I, I think I was fifth or sixth in the final. I, yeah. I was in the last place, but oh, I sounds got, like but Kmart. I, but I got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I got there. I was in. I was like, I can't believe I was in a final. Yeah, Lennon. I got oh, a oh sweet gift bag with goodies in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Speaking of McElroy, fuck. So McElroy is my my. Uh, he's my roommate, first of all, in the fraternity. I didn't when I went there. I didn't have a place to stay, so he was living with a guy named Kalani Schrader from Hawaii, and they go for he's fuck. Just sleep on our extra couch or whatever for until you figure out a place so those guys to this day are my best friends i love those guys but uh mcelroy it dude so when you get scored on your heat i would have like five waves mcelroy would have like 12 <laughs> he, he would have so many waves caught in each heat it was like you compete for second place he was that don't you get disqualified after 10 i don't know but he caught so many waves dude it was unbelievable they do that now not in the back in the back day back in the day it was yeah. like, fuck. dude it was like top six anyway so you had to at least catch like it was top six before yeah no Shit, three, i thought four no, was like no six max. no six guys would serve three guys advance you no, drop, no, 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 but like three. they would score. So top, score you on your top so six. It would be top four up until the final. Then it would be top six waves in the final. Dude, I, swear. I thought it was top three. Oh, waves. dude, I swear. And they drop the top and bottom. They get no, five no, waves. Not, not the not the, the the judges, but they accumulated. You know, I thought I thought it was five, and they dropped the top and bottom and scoring on three. That's what I I thought. But maybe maybe, maybe I'm wrong. No, yeah, it could be right. But I anyway, but I just remember, large surf the contest. Yeah. but he didn't know. But I remember just wrong. just being just love being part of the whole vibe. I got low ball. So so. But I didn't have. I wasn't shooting. I, yeah. I wish, dude. You it know, never. It never like. Never occurred to me. Never occurred to me. That's so to, weird. Never occurred. To how me. weird is that? How, dude? Looking back, you know how cool it'd be. So I live my I live my memories through Mike Moyer. Because yeah. he photographed all that shit that yeah. I went through, yeah. and I and I and I comment on this. I go, Mike, dude, thank you for capturing this. I remember this specifically, but I wasn't a photographer so, yet. So you found your calling, right? Photography was your calling. Yes, at I, I, at, at San Diego State, I became at the Aztec award award winning uh, sports photographer. I started shooting the fashion. We had these fashion guides. For, and I and I was just in, good at in, it. in the college in, in the college at okay. the Daily Aztec it was kind of like the fashion preview yeah. and so all the stores would give us clothes and we do and and I just was good at it I don't know how I was but I was and I won awards for all this shit you know and so getting out of college I I still haven't graduated so what happened was, still didn't know what you were gonna do st- I wanted to be talking from this point I knew okay. it I knew I was I knew I was good at it because I couldn't do the business shit. You know, and were you starting to accumulate and learning more about photography? Com- yes, and so and- I started getting so like for instance, um, you're starting to get a quiver of the, cameras. The, yeah, the the the, the um, shooting all the different stuff at school started me getting other things outside of school. I remember shooting for like side hustle. So yeah, started side hustling, yeah. like you said. You know, so here's the thing that here's the kicker. So. At San Diego, the U.S. Olympic volleyball team was training at San Diego State. They were training there. And that was 1984 and 88. Okay? And so 
I became good at I, I don't play volleyball, don't like volleyball, and never was into volleyball, but I was good at it as a photographer. And so your I first, was start, your I, first published shot was <laughs> I know, yeah. So I started shooting for the US so, so for the Olympic team, and those guys were getting their like this guy was sponsored by Club Sportswear, this guy was sponsored by Red Sand, this guy was sponsored by Quicksilver, this guy was sponsored by this. So I was the guy that was the best guy at the time, so I would start getting those gigs. No way. Yeah. So that's kind of how, and so for instance, how but, I got into Quicksilver. So Kars, Kars Kirai was an Olympic volleyball player. He used to wear the pink hat for Quicksilver. Oh. So I used to I was going to say side out. No. Side out guys, I used to shoot them too. Yeah. Fila, I used to shoot, I used to shoot them all. And I was good at it. But like Kars Kirai, I used to shoot him. So um, then volleyball became women's volleyball and the women are wearing swimsuits of course and then besides the action shots i would start shooting portraits for the for the swimmer with that the volleyball girls were wearing and then i started getting swimwear gigs and this is right after right after college and so i moved sorry to interrupt but gigs was like okay they need catalog shots or like ad shots or yeah like like ad shots and again like and, and, and this is one thing I want to discuss with with younger photographers, but um, but I didn't know how much to charge. I didn't know how much I was worth. I didn't know mm. how good I was. I didn't. All I knew was that I was kind of doing it. Yeah, you know, business side. Yeah, and so so um, so it, it went from the court into like a studio. Like it, they're, no, they're it, telling it to, you, it went to the court to the beach, a beach volleyball. Okay. And beach volleyball was exploding, dude. There was stadiums yeah. at, at Manhattan Beach. AVP, and, yeah. Dude, AVP was big. Yeah. And and so by me being at San Diego State shooting the Olympic guys, they were that, all they were all these are the indoor guys. Yeah. They they all they were all on, on AVP teams. And so I was kind of like the natural guy to kind of start shooting that stuff. And so that's kind of, and then you were so, at the right place at the right, right time, place, right time. Dude. And they, they liked what you were doing. You, you were, you he had the right, so, he was so I was cheap. So fucking cheap dude. I, was, I, like, dude, look at me, I was so cheap, dude. You have no idea how cheap dude, I was. Dude, look, at that. look at the photos we've got. I was so cheap. Hey, here's your little promo dude, box. What, what, box. <laughs> what a uh, fortuitous dude. time in your life where all of a sudden you're like, you're probably turning away business almost. I was no, I was taking everything that came my way. <laughs> I was taking everything that came my way. Oh, and so with volleyball came Oakley. Okay, Oakley. Oakley. Oakley was a life changing client for me. Wow. Because I was shooting Tim Hovland. I was shooting um, uh, Kent Steffes. I think was an Oakley guy. Whatever the Oakley guys so were. Are we, are we talking blades? We're right talking now? blades and frogskins and frogskins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but back, like I said, that was and so I was getting paid three hundred bucks for shit that I should have been getting paid three thousand dollars for shit. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't know, and three hundred bucks for me was a lot of money. So yeah. fuck, you know. I was like, fuck. This is I'm a fresh photographer. This is rad. Yeah. You know. So, um, but I remember after college, I still haven't graduated. I still have like. A semester and a half to go because I just got on a roll and, and and I and I had to go, you know. So I moved to to Newport. I moved back here. You didn't I, feel, finish college. I didn't finish college. Okay. I I couldn't. I I 
what what happened to make me want to go? I think I missing classes and no no, no 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 no. I was doing good, but it was a work summer. Was, work was I had, taking you back. Work, over here. work was taking me like like that's when side out. Uh, Spot Massimo. Massimo started club sportswear. I was doing all that shit, yeah. dude. And, and, and I Oakley alone. When and you Oakley say, was, dude. Oakley was rad. Yeah. Jim Gennard used to fucking call me into his office. He's like, he's dude. What do you think about this? He's like a fucking mad scientist. His office was like a scene out of Star Wars. He had this big round, round desk and all these rad. He had like all the best equipment. He had all these rad. What do you think about this, Mike? What do you think about this? What should we do about this? What do you mean? And I kind of helped him. He used to shoot the frog skin and the glasses stuff himself. Hmm. He said, what do you think about this? How should we do this? And so he said, okay, you got an assignment today. Uh, uh, I want you to give me, don't listen to anybody. Give me something visually engaging. And he would tell you, look, right, visually engaging. And so I'd have art directors and shit telling me, and, I, and, I, and I'm and looking back at my head going, fuck, I got to please Jim Gennard more than anything. So... I remember just taking that to heart and just going with my gut feeling and going out with these famous athletes and getting rad shit, man. And just how it was so fun. How it, cool is that? It was like, so fucking cool. Because at that point in time, I mean, they were they're already blowing up, but not not at their pinnacle yeah, yet. No, no, they were just getting and, and going. you. Was right there, face to face, talking to Jim Gennard because of fucking volleyball. Because of volleyball, that got me in the door. Like, like they're like, who's the guy taking these pictures? So, Gennard called me in, and so that's when they started that advertorial campaign where they do a photo and they wouldn't even put a logo or or nothing on it. It was just a picture of their those. guy yeah. with the glasses on, and you go, fuck, is that like, is that an ad? You didn't know if it was an ad, and that you were that. taking the shots. I was taking all the shots. Of every different guy. Yeah. Mountain bikers, volleyball guys, Lance Armstrong, fucking um, uh, Taylor Knox was one of my main guys, Sonny Garcia. I was shooting, um, who's, uh, oh, I love that kid. Who's the, who's the goofy foot? You will kind of look like him a little bit. Bobby um, Martinez? No, no, no. Um, from Hawaii. He's got to be good looking. Uh, he's so. super fucking handsome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's... Kalani Rock. Kalani Rock. Kalani Rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Split image. Yeah. Yeah, but like he was one of my, like all those Just guys. Just like fat. Yeah. Kind of like. Whoa. No. Dude, a big goofy bird, dude. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but like those are my guys. And I. And Marsh I was shoot, is such a dick. I was shooting all that See stuff. how ripped that guy is? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Kalani He's got an A-pack. Yeah. <laughs> no, Kalani I mean. he got an A-pack. You know, like you said, you're going with, you've got to please Jim Ger- Gerard. Wait, and Gerard. What was Gerard. he saying to you? Bring me visually. I want something visually engaged. Dude, he's a trippy guy. Yeah. Dude, I'm talking. Okay, so he had his office. He have a spotlight on you, but he would be kind of dark, and all of his shit is on the on the fucking like Cable. all the best camera shit. I'm like, fuck, you know, what do you think about this, Voorhees? I just got this. It's like, it's like, dude, we and dude, an hour would go by, and then my boss Chris Bowers at the time and Stephanie McElvain, they'd be waiting for me. To go out and shoot, like uh, like we're gonna go shoot. They work for Oakley. Or? They work for Oakley. They were we're in the office. Yeah. Like we have athletes to go shoot. Wait, did you start working for Oakley? Not as a freelancer. Okay, freelancer. As a freelancer. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have. But any. they they were like 
They're like, your boss this as far guy. as like, this, this okay. is the guy. We yeah. want him. And so Gennard loved me. He's yeah. like, fuck, you're, you're my guy. But going, so, yeah, sorry to interrupt, but going back to like Lennon's point, like this is an artistic work. It's not like you're, you in turn, you're like, oh, I'm going to copy like the way you just had to go with what you yeah. thought was no, best. They, that, that's what taught me how to do things the right way. Yeah. Because later on in my career, I'd be working with a bunch of dummies that would be art directors and they would tear pictures out of magazines and from other shit and go, yeah. I want this exact picture. I go, I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. I go, it's plagiarism. Yeah. yeah. And it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. A, in a polite way. Yeah. But <laughs> I'd say, I'm sorry, I can't really. But yeah. but I but then inside, I'm thinking to myself, this is your your art direction that you're getting paid probably double what I am yeah. to to take pictures out of magazines yeah. Yeah. to give them to me to copy. That's our that's our plan. Yeah. That's our fucking plan? Yeah. yeah that's, that's not happening. You got the wrong guy. I'm not fucking doing any of it. It's like awesome. you take that phone, you got you see that photographer, hire him. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean So what a what a roller coaster of just like great. Yeah, so, so that yeah, that kind of that yeah, that I mean that that got So me the going, volleyball dude. world was what I was good really at. I just yeah, dude, kickstarted your career, hundred percent. And because, like I said, I was I was shooting Karch Karai, which caught Danny's eye, Quack. Danny Quack at Quicksilver. This guy's fucking got good good shit, you know. And Karch liked me doing some shots and stuff, and then shooting the female girls. And, and you already knew Quack. Nope. Not you, just just from just from surfing. Just, no, just as a hero figure, not not like bros at all. Yeah, like even. But he knows who. I mean, you guys aren't best friends or no, anything. But I don't think you he, lived in Newport. and He came to your house. No, 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 not Quack, not Quack. JP and Brazda mostly, and um, I. But I met Quack and Preston Murray a little bit later. I mean, more Brazda, I guess. But but anyway, that we're gonna circle back to that. So that was the cool part about about. Karch Karai was a Quicksilver. Guy. He was a Quicksilver yeah. volleyball player. Yeah. You know, and so um, my work my work was good with him. So I think, and I remember, I remember. I, I don't know if I pitched Danny or if I got to meet him. Uh, Preston was there too, but I said, "Hey, I want to be your photographer and stuff." And he's like, "You know, it's, we got our guys and this and that." So I, I didn't get a super warm welcome. And then, but I was always like, "Okay, if you need anything." I'm right here. I was yeah. living right here. You know, I go, if you need anything, I'm, I'm here. So, like, for instance, they needed a guy to shoot the Quicksilver furniture right here. This little this little cabinet that we're in my office yeah. here. For so, I went up letters. and I shot all the furniture. And they gave me a piece to take home. And, and I got to go shopping and get some shorts. So, um, and then all of a sudden, Jeff Booth is here. Oh, he... Oh, our, we don't. Oh, call for he's boom. I fucking ran up, shot Jeff Boothie, and Boothie was a thing at the time. And then those shots came. <laughs> he's out. still a thing. The, but no, he was no, like yeah, a he hero was at the time. Yeah. yeah, he was good. Yeah. And so, and then uh, after him was uh, Tommy Carroll's in town. Oh, uh, you know Hornbacker's not available or whoever the reason. Call for he, boom, right up there. I shot all the Tommy Carroll stuff, and I love Tommy Carroll. And so I'm like, every time I'm coming through. So I remember Danny coming in. Calling me in, and I, I was starting to do more stuff, and guys were relying on me. There was a couple other, I forget the girls in charge, but I remember Danny going, Forrest, come here. He comes to my office. Back then, it's a Rolodex. Remember Rolodex? Yeah. Love it. See this Rolodex? Rusi, 
Chang, Hornbacker, Brewer, just who's who. Of photographers. So you, you want to be in this Rolodex? I'm all, fuck yeah. I want to do it. I'll, 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 he's all, took out a thing. Right. And put me in the fucking Rolodex. <laughs> Swear to God, dude. And I was fuck. I did chills. That's like speed dial. Dude, dude, he just put me yeah. in the Rolodex. I'm like, fuck, I made it. Fuck, that's it, man. I fucking did it. Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. Quicksilver. Yeah. The dude's fucking. I mean, Quicksilver and Oakley, the two, like. Yeah. I mean. They weren't the biggest brands, but they were. They were the fucking badass, ass, dude. They, they were, were fucking good on the forefront yeah. of yeah. everything cool. Hey, yeah, is that a true story? Yeah, it's a true story. Fuck <laughs> fucking said. Yeah, dude, you want to be in this? You yeah. want to be? And you know, and I, and I thought he was dude. fucking with me, and he fucking. I do when when he at McAvoy's party, I fucking came up and I hugged it out because I haven't seen him in a while. He's all, dude, you. He's all, dude, I remember that. Yeah, I stand about How it. Fucking funny. I stand that? about it. He wanted, so and so that to me that was a validation that yeah. I fucking was a photographer now. Yeah, but that's that I was in that role. And he's all, dude, you did such a great job. Get in the warehouse and go shopping. You got X amount and like two hundred dollars, whatever. So I remember buying my shorts and shirt. I'm a fuck. I'm a pro. I'm fucking getting all this shit, you know. And you go check out. It's yeah. the raddest thing ever. That's marketing one hundred and one from the genius because yeah. it's like they want everybody to feel special dude, and I'm be a part of like dude. a bigger. Like, Danny Quack. Yeah. You better dude, fucking come on the my show. Fucking hero Quack. <laughs> yeah, he's one of DK, our heroes. If you come on, tell him the Voorhees story, dude. dude. You remember it. So, okay, so... Okay, so, so Quicksilver, just real quick. So, to me, being, you know, coming here, Quicksilver is blowing up, dude. Oh, Echo dude. Beach, all that kind of yeah. shit. And I remember, uh, actually, let's backtrack a little bit. I remember during school, I remember coming here during the summer, me and Ralph Gray, that guy, we, we had a place uh, across the street from here, okay? And I remember Danny had this big shoot. There was Bielman, Rusi, five photographers, and like 20 models. It was during that, there was a campaign that had like silver and bright colored like Zinka mm. and all this kind of spray paint and shit. And they had a bunch of fucking people there. And it was like a free-for-all to see who came up with what, and that was the campaign. And I remember standing there going, looking at this. I was just going to check the waves. I was just standing there. I wasn't part of it at all. And I go, Fuck. And all these pro surfers are there, like the, the top guys. And I'm like, I know I can't be a fucking one of those surfers, but I think I can do that. Like with the photography, I go, I think I can do that. Was that I'm not a model. I go, I'm not a model. I'm not a pro surfer, but I, I think I could be one of those photographers. I think I could do that. Was that like a year or two that before? Was, that was, yeah, I'm, I'm rewinding when yeah. I was in college, when I was after my first year of college, after the Daily Aztec thing. And, and that's so you already I, got so that. I got the Daily Aztec yeah. and I go but then I go wow I just circumvented instead yeah. of you know being a shooting pictures in newspapers I go wait I think I can do this yeah. this is like something I can do and I watched Rusi just like still to this day my hero and a good friend just like what he was doing and, and I go fuck I think I can do that I think I could be on location yeah dude totally yeah Hawaii. dude I remember that and I remember <laughs> so, that you can look back at that campaign I don't know what it was 1985 86 87 somewhere in there so, and uh, and that was so inspiring to like I go I can do that yeah you know so yeah. um as you were getting more and more work right and you're doing it all by yourself like you were Booking the work and doing the work, developing the photos. Yep. 
Yeah, because back then, there, yeah, it was... So you're you know, like... You take your film to a lab for color, black and white, you can do yourself. But, um, oh, so here's the thing. So, Preston Murray, me and him just... Dude, Clint. I love that guy. Admire him. Love him as a man, as a creative guy. Just all those guys. But Preston was in charge of Quicksilver Denim. Okay? QSD. QSD was just coming out. So Danny put him in charge of it, and 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 Preston called me, and he's all Voorhees, dude. You want to do this denim campaign with me? I'm all, dude. Yeah, he's can wow. do it. And so he could have picked anybody. Yeah, he fucking picked me. So we you went surf. out. You surf. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. And so yeah, <laughs> no, but but seriously, it was just like so rad to be like in that group because I would figure he would, but he just I was easy I think because I'm I'm here I'm yeah. right here, and. That's a Shane Shane, Shane Bashin was the main the main model. Um, I want to say, oh god, I, I Joey's Intel, uh, <laughs> um, Jay Larson. I was a little young, probably. Were you a Quicksilver guy? Yeah, yeah. No, but you must have been too young then, because yeah, I, I was I too young. No, um, who's? I remember god, that. There's there's a Chris Colpin. God, I forget. I forget. No, you gotta get. God, I forget the other guys, but but anyway, I remember. I forget where we were. I think we went to, I want to say we went to like Point Doom or we, we weren't here. We were somewhere else. But, but we did, Brissick might have been a guy. Um, oh, who's the, who's the, who's the coach for, for, um, guy, I forget his name. Who, who's the, who's the coach for Kai Ryan Simmons? No, no. Coach for Kai Lenny right now. Oh, Doug Silva. Oh, Silva. Doug Silva. Silva was one of the guys. Yeah, sure. Dog. Dog, dog saliva. Dog Loves saliva. Dog saliva. <laughs> <laughs> so it was one of the guys. But anyway, we went out and we, and we shot this black and white. Oh, and, and at the time, I had been doing Massimo volleyball, which was all black and white shit. They had neon clothes, and we shot it black and white. It was super rad. Wow. So I did all the Massimo shit, and I think that either Danny or 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 Preston might have liked it or something like that, but... But we, we did that, and we, we did a great... Oh, Crystal Cove. That's where we shot. We shot at Crystal Cove. And we did this whole lifestyle campaign with all the clothes. It was fucking bitching. And that shit ran in Rolling Stone. And it was so fucking rad. Photo Voorhees, dude. I got all kinds of... Who's Voorhees? Your, your name just keeps Dude, elevating. just keeps going up, in dude. The, in the action sports, yeah. volleyball, yeah. surf world. Surf world. And Stepping up. Yeah, swimwear was, and was there anybody you were reaching out to in the industry like other? I wasn't reaching out on, yet. On, no, no, just as like what to charge no. at this time or just kind of what they no, were offering. No, fuck it was it was a fucking freight train, and I had I never assisted before. Yeah, like most photographers assist guys yeah. and figure shit out that yeah. way. I never assisted because I was already the guy at San Diego State, the main. But I figure, like, guys, Preston and Danny would be like, hey, this is what we would pay X, Y, and Z photographer. They would <laughs> I think they did. They wanted me to tell them first because yeah. they fucking undercut me. I mean, they fucking loved me. I was, I, I know, a couple thousand, but I wasn't getting very much. Yeah. Looking back, like, like, in fact, you know, as, so this, as the story progresses, the stuff that I was getting paid a thousand bucks for here, I would get 10 grand for in New York. Yeah. So, but I learned that. As, yeah. as, you, as, as you a stepping along. stone. As a stepping yeah. stone. Yeah. But see, without me being here, like I couldn't do the shit I was doing because, yeah. like for instance, the Quicksilver Denim campaign was a worldwide fucking Rolling Stone magazine campaign. 
but they're my friends here in, in Newport. But but people in New York don't know that. Yeah. People in Paris don't know that. Yeah. They think it's some rad thing. So they go, fuck. So, and so, they're thinking, oh, yeah. this costs $10,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it doesn't and, matter and, who. And the Oakley stuff, you know, it's all over the world. Yeah. You know, I'm shooting all that stuff. And, and, uh, so, so most, so, I'm in, so, I'm, so I have a, I have a, um, I have a, a studio up in Irvine and I'm fucking living in it. Awesome. I remember I'm living in it. I, so I you, remember, I remember being, I was living here. Then I moved there and, and I moved, there was a graphic designer friend of mine. It was a friend of my attorney bros who had this place and I moved in the back and I put up a white piece of paper and I had a phone and a fucking stereo and I go, I'm, I, this is my studio. I'm talking, I'm like, it's my phone, Vori Studios Incorporated. Started right then. So uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I was kind of um, leading up to that, that question where you're, you're doing everything. You're, you're, booking the the shoots and your you know you start incorporated when when did you finally like make it a business that was 19 i want to say like i started i got out of college in 1987 i'm going to say by by eight like two years later 89 dude i was on a fast track yeah i was fucking now, on fire. Did somebody tell you, hey, dude, you need to like get professional? No one and fucking have told a... me anything. I figured everything out on my own, dude. I mean, it's like because you got to get a business license. But here's a the bank thing: account. see, I wasn't, I wasn't good enough to get like a rep, a rep, like a rep, you know, a rep for your photo. I wasn't good enough for to do that. But I was a good photographer. Like I knew I could fucking do it. I knew mm-hmm. I could shoot, but I didn't know how to. And Nobody's I just hustling. And, the then, and then as you go, you just figure out. I go, fuck, you get that much for that? You start figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and you just raise your price. You just get. Here's the thing: you just get as much as you can. Yeah, I think we had a couple of model friends yeah. that kind of were the same thing. You know, they're like, you know, hey, what's your day rate? And they throw out something. And it was yeah, like totally low ball. Because yeah, they yeah. Didn't know yeah. any better? Yeah, fuck. So, so you finally became Voorhees Photography yes. in 1989. Yes. And then 1990. Had a place in- 1990. And, and that's when shit, dude, shit was booming back then. It was, it was fun, man. The industry was blowing and, up. Um, there, there's no, no computers, no, it was just phone. And like, if I wanted to cl- go see a client, I would grab my port. I had a portfolio, which, you know, they're right here. I'm going to show you guys. Yeah. And I would go and here's my stuff. I, I've done this, this, and this, and this. I'd love to work for you. That was your gig, and you yeah. get a phone call, or you wouldn't. That's what I mean. You're, you're that's where the salesman side. That's, that's, that's where, come. and it was me. I was, I was the one doing yeah. it. Yeah. I would answer the phones. I did everything. Yeah, you so know, bad. it was, it was really fun. It was really cool. And so, and you, you were starting to make studio photography. Yeah, starting to make money. So all of a sudden, um, oh yeah. So, so rewind to college. So when, when you, when you're in college. Somehow the credit card companies know you're in college, so I get a I get a fucking letter saying, "Congratulations, Diners Club." Yeah, you've got you've got a visa five thousand dollar limit. So I'm like, "Fuck, is this a fuck?" So I call, "Is this a is this real?" So I fucking activate the card straight to the camera shop. I spent forty seven hundred dollars the first day I had that fucking card wow. buying all my camera gear. I I went from Canon to Nikon shit. And I bought all my Nikon Pro shit, and then spent the next three years ruining my credit because I never. This <laughs> <laughs> is fucking. Didn't realize that it had you and know the payments. The, is interest rates were interest fucking rates gnarly were back. Yeah, eighteen, twenty yeah. percent, whatever. 
But uh, I remember just going, man, I got, so I had my camera shit. And I just, you just got to figure it out, dude. Yeah. You just got to figure it out. And you're at what? So, so fun. Yeah, 89, 90, 91. You know, you're young 20s. Yeah, yeah. So epic. Yeah, it was just so fun. And 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 I just kept getting gigs and and uh, and I just got good at it. I mean, you were you, you? I mean, obviously, you're shooting these killer brands. They're doing ads and stuff, but I mean, they're they're known for partying. They're known for like you know, were you hanging with like these companies like as like Quack and I mean Quicksilver was throwing. I I, I I know, but I kind of kept. Kept kind of kept. Uh, yeah, I I kind of I knew that I had to be a little bit outside of that main group because I'm not, you know, I'm not a pro surfer that 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 is so valuable that I can you know just I, I got to be the guy that's the guy. Because that's know? it, you know. It still handles and business. Still handles shit, yeah. And and I learned that that um, you just you 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 got to be on. Like I cannot have a bad day. Yeah. You know, and as I've gotten older and 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 more experienced, it's not just say say just for lack of a better fee, twenty five hundred dollars I'm getting paid. The client's gonna pay twenty five thousand dollars for that day because they have models, locations. Yeah, you know they what have this and that. Yeah. Then they're gonna have buy some ad space and all this stuff. So you can't have a bad day. Yeah. You got to be on. And so I prided myself. On being good every single time, and it's how you treat people. You got to show up early. Secretary could end up being uh, the most important per- person three years from now, or whatever. So yeah. you treat everyone with respect. You do a great job. You're thorough. You're courteous. And, and yeah. And I wasn't this this crazy artistic guy, uh, but I was creative, and and I knew how to. Get great imagery, but I also knew how to how to present a job, how to build a job, and I just learned it kind of on my own. Yeah, you know. And the the quick QSD campaign helped catapult your. That was big, yeah. Yeah, because that was Rolling Stone. Among, and, among, among yeah, among other things, but it was just such a great portfolio piece, and I mean, um, that that got you noticed. By other by other brands outside yeah. of your yeah outside of the yeah. action sports and, and Oakley was Oakley was so instrumental because not not only was, was Oakley rad it was growing so rapidly but but being with those athletes got me other shit like yeah. I I became Lance Armstrong as one of his main what personal photographers so I did the Tour de France's I did the other stuff with him besides Oakley I did um, a Wheaties box I did Coca Cola. Because he would just say, hey, I want to work with Boris tomorrow. I don't want to work with this guy. Yeah. So I'd get recommended for shit, you know? Or like, for instance, volleyball. So so um, I think it was Sinjin Smith, Randy Stoklos were the kings of the beach back then. I was shooting their stuff for Fila. And their agent also represented NBA players. So they, were, they represented... Akeem Olajuwon, who at the time was winning championships with the Houston Rockets, yep. early '90s. Shaquille O'Neal when he came out. So they go, we love this guy so much. Let's have Michael shoot Akeem Olajuwon. So I go down to Houston. I shoot Akeem Olajuwon. He's all fuck. This guy's fucking cool. So he recommends me for all this other shit, all yeah. these all these other things. And then I shoot uh, Shaquille O'Neal. He's all fuck. I love this guy. Then we shoot Pepsi. We do this and that. And so, Cause it, my career was just blowing up, dude. It was ridiculous. I mean, that's it's so great you point that out. It's about you know make you're you're in a high it's relationships, stress, relationships, it's but you're all in a, relationships. A high 
somewhat stressful like scenario where you got to let these people who you're f- shooting feel yeah. comfortable. Yeah. They got to they got to be in the in the mood of hey, this is cool. I'm not stuffy. Yeah. Not yeah. Stiff. You know. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you know we talk about it a lot. It's relationships. Like, it's relationships, yeah. and people want to do business with people they like. For sure, hundred percent. And if you're a likable guy, yeah. And you know your shit, and yeah. you produce, you know. But that's yeah. fine on the the business side. But getting like, you know, like these, you know, uh, athletes or whoever, yeah. like yeah. to get them to yeah. drop that that shield and, and yeah. be natural, which is yeah. what you're looking for. You yeah. got to yeah. have that connection. If yeah. there's any young photographers listening to this right now, here's something that I'll tell you that is more valuable than anything you will hear. You got to treat superstar celebrities. Like normal people, yep. And you shoot, you you treat normal people like superstar celebrities, <laughs> yeah. And that way, both of them are blown away. If you treat like a, a, a bride, if you're into weddings, or or a model that's kind of you know maybe she's a beautiful swimmer model, but she's just starting. If you treat her like she's a queen and a goddess and this and that, she will give you everything she has. And then the celebrities. They're used to people tiptoeing around them yeah, yeah. and like being mean. Be real. You gotta like treat respectful. them like you know. Uh, and and I go into a situation with whoever it is, Kobe Bryant. I say, look, this is what I need to accomplish. This is what we want to do. I'm gonna tell you what to do. Just let's do this. Do you have anything you, you I need to, to worry about or or, or or be concerned about? No. Da, 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 da. This is what we're gonna do. And they love the fact that you're taking control charge because yeah. they don't want to be in charge of that shit. They're yeah. like, fuck, I'm here. Tell me what to do. You know. And so, uh, but I'm sure you I, ran into people that weren't cool sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but you just gotta you gotta break through it. Yeah, you know? yeah, you gotta break through it. That's yeah. every job. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean that it's you know. Yeah, I just know being ex model. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> just, my yeah, I'm just yeah, I've never model. Yeah. Um, no, except for like one Ezekiel ad or whatever. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> but the being a, anybody being you know it's like camera shy. You know, like you get yeah. you know like. Yeah. The, Get those people yeah. to kind of like yeah. be in a comfortable space to mm-hmm. get the shot is, yeah. is not an easy task. And the beautiful thing about digital photography is that you can show the imagery on your camera. Yeah. So like I, I've had so many instances where I get a great shot and I want to share it with my yeah. subject and they're like, whoa. Like especially with the superstar athletes or like, you know, boxer. Yeah. I've done a lot of boxers. I MMA. And I've, I've done NFL, NBA, hockey. I've done it all. And is Olympics. That and so when you get a great image and you show that to them and they go, wow. So they, then they go, oh, fuck, they, they, they like. They step up. They step up yeah. big time. Because then they're like, wow, I'm in good hands. Yeah. You know, or a, a, a Can a you come shoot model. a Christmas card? Yeah. yeah. Can you come to the house, shoot us around the uh, yeah. mantle? And- yeah. Well, that's or, like- yeah, yeah. That's the. Yes, I the- can. Yeah. <laughs> Cha-ching. Exactly. That, that's what's cool about business you know, especially when you get along with somebody, right, is they, that's the best, like, word of mouth slash referral service, you know. Professional. Oh, yeah, dude. Easy to work with. Because yeah. that, like, yeah. like you said, Lance Armstrong. And executes. Dude, yeah. Like, we had a, um, there was a big um, Coca-Cola Olympic campaign. It was a, it was a t- pass the torch thing. The torch run, mm-hmm. and he was one of the main. This was when his heyday before he got caught cheating, and and he was the main guy. And so 
he's all, I want Voorhees because there's a, probably four or five of us being suggested. And so that trickled down to me getting the whole entire thing. I made wow. a couple hundred grand on that job. <laughs> How crazy I mean, is dude, that? It's, yeah. it's like m- ridiculous money, dude. Yeah. I mean, and that's when I learned when I was in, okay, so early 90s, I'm, I'm shooting all the, the, the swimwear local campaigns and this and that. Hey, and, hey Quack, sorry, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but here's the thing. So, so then the, the, I'm doing it for a couple of years. The younger guys are creeping up. Everyone's shooting shit for free. That's the one thing about surf photographers. They, they um, cannibalize themselves by doing shit for free. Yeah. And yeah. so it well, really hurts. to the bottom. It really hurts. It hurts the overall uh, marketplace, but I can't blame them. Because yeah. when I was they're hustling. When I was younger, charging three hundred bucks, I should have been charging three grand. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. And I just want to work. So anybody, I can't blame anybody for yeah. that. They they just want to get us, get their foot in the door. Yeah. I totally get it. But so slowly but surely, you lose one here, you lose one there because you're busy, and it's like your girlfriend cheating on you. There's nothing worse than seeing your old photo being someone else's photo. Fuck, you know that sucks. Yeah. You, you yeah. lost. You even know it. So I knew at that time. I go. I'm like the I'm like the like you could open Surfer or Surfing magazine in 1991, 92. I'd have six ads in that magazine from different brands. From different brands. I was yeah. just on fire, and so um, I remember I, that. So I go, I got to go national. I, I knew it. I go. I can't do this forever. I got to go national. So I went to New York. I looked up a bunch of reps, and I went in and met them. I signed with a, a lady named Elise Caputo. It was super rad. I went to Chicago. Signed with another lady named Ann Albrecht, and so, so you're and talking like an agency nine, to help. Nine, no, these are represent represent. They represent photographers. Okay, not not to an get agency, you jobs. Not an agency to just to just to sell you, and so I knew that that I had to go. I had to get out of Orange County. I knew I had to go bigger because I was good enough in the market. I had everything already. You know, there was there, there was nowhere else to go for me. So Speedo was my biggest gig. So. Speedo was rad. I had that count for 10 years. So Speedo has, of course, their little Speedos, <laughs> Olympic guys, but they have regular swimsuits for girls. They have outerwear. I was shooting underwater photography of the Olympic swimmers. I was shooting action shots at, at meets, and I was also shooting the fashion. So I, one guy was doing all the fucking shit, Crazy. which was great. And I was really good at it, and I serviced them so good and made sure that my shit was rad that it'd be too hard to fire me because we, you know, we got this guy can do everything. So I had that for 10 years. And so I knew. And other jobs. And other jobs as yeah. well. So, but, and I knew it that as, as I got more and more uh, deep into my career, I go, you know what? It's a lot easier to, when you get a client, keep them happy than keep hustling. Because for every job you get, there's three or four more you don't get. Yeah. You know, when, that, when you get to that level. Because I'm, 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 I'm at a level with really good guys. So I yeah. try for stuff, don't get it, and it pisses me off. Yeah. So <laughs> I, you know, I, hate lo- I hate losing more than I love winning. You know? yeah. So I want to get everything. And, and, and so I learned, just do a great job. You know? yeah. And then money-wise, like, as I started getting bigger gigs, I'd go, okay, I have, I have my photo shoot. I, I've had to hire a location scout. I've had to hire someone to do a casting. I'm hiring a motorhome because we need a motorhome to shoot out of. 
Damn. And all this stuff. So, so okay, so I have a $30,000 bill. 15 of it's out the window. And I go, this sucks. So I go, I bought my own motorhome. I got my own scouting shit. I did my own production. My wife at the time, she started, uh, we got married in 2000, and she started working for me a little bit before that. So I go, honey, you're the producer now. So you manage this shit. We're going to do our own castings. So instead of hiring a casting agent in LA and paying them a thousand bucks to see all the models and give us the stuff, let's do it ourselves. And then, and then here, okay, here's the, here's the, let's rewind again. The biggest thing for my career was I had a little space in Irvine. Remember I told you I had yeah. a backspace. So I got my own space and I made it really bitching. Irvine company. I spent a lot of money. I got the Cove wall. I made all the stuff. I was there for a year and they jacked my rent up so high that I couldn't stay there oh. after I did all the improvements. I go, you guys, that's fucked up. Well, you only, you didn't sign a lot. I didn't know any better. So I go, fuck. So I got to get out of there. So that's when I moved down with McElroy. So McElroy had a, had a design agency down here off of uh, 16th Street mm-hmm. production place. And so he said, yeah, Voice, you can come in. So me and him were, were together in the same building, but also collaborating on shit. Because nice. he's such a brilliant designer. Yeah. So he's all, boring. okay, so we're going to, we, and we got a bunch of clients together. Really fun. It was Talk during, about a powerhouse. Dude, uh, it was so I, good. Team because, right there. Yeah. Because he's so, doing yeah. McElroy Communications advertising. Yeah. And I'm his key and you're in-house. Yeah, he had a couple of photographers, but I was his main guy. Yeah. So, so like we did so many campaigns together. Yeah. I mean, it's it, we can look through my portfolio after this and see all the stuff did we did together. Did you guys create a company together or no? No, separate, it was separate, separate, separate billing. Yeah. Separate billing. Um, but... Um, we had, uh, yeah, it was Bory Studios and Macro Communications. And so I would pitch clients, photography-wise, go, yeah, Tom McElroy is my designer. We can do this, this, and this for you. So and he great. would do shit and go, I got a great photographer. And he'd have my portfolio, and I'd have his portfolio. Yeah. And we just started doing rad shit, like, yeah. like international um, ad campaigns for sunglass companies and clothing companies. And, and we did O'Neill together. We did all kinds of cool shit together. And it was just great because he trusted me to like, he didn't have to worry about anything about photography. Yeah. And then I'd hand him the imagery and it would be bitching. It was so fun. Yeah. We had the best time. Wow. So, that was yeah. really good, dude. The, the fraternity. But, oh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, seriously. So, so back to that. So when I, when I had to leave my studio, so I moved in with Tom and then I, I really, we didn't have a studio. I go, really want my studio because I was renting place. So I, I go, called my fraternity brother who's doing real estate. Dude, Jeff, can you find me a place? I want like a little condo or something where I can have a studio, but also an office and this and that. So he finds me my commercial building. He's all, dude, this is like a machine shop, but if you wanted to like fix it up and gut it. So I went and looked at it and I just fell in love. It, it was a dump. And I go, fuck. And it was X amount. And I go, I think I can do that. So I, I go, McElroy, I go, dude, I found this place. If I can rent this place and we can split it in half, can you pony up the rent for this half? If you can do that, then I can qualify for the loan. He's all done. Fucking committed. Awesome. So I went back to the realtor and the bank, and I go, look, I got a commitment for McElroy to take 50% of the building, and I'm going to buy this building. And we bought it. We gutted it. He designed the one side. I designed the other. And the fucking rest is history, dude. It was so rad. And he blew up. Like, we did our stuff together, but he was doing 
big time stuff. Yeah, he and went. then I was I and then we we did our stuff together. Then I was doing big. I was doing like Coca Cola, Bank of America, like stuff that I'd get paid ten grand uh, for this. Here I was getting paid a hundred grand for the same exact job. Wow, it was insane. So yeah. I had a I had a apartment in Soho, and then I had a place in Miami. Dang. I was flying back and forth like so. I'd I'd fly all night. I'd land at Newark, New Jersey. My assistant would pick me up. Drive me to a location in New York City. I'd get out of out of the thing, and someone would hand me a camera, it's and I would literally start shooting. Dude, it was insane. I swear to God, it was insane. Like like big brand. The angry Viking would pull <laughs> up in his fur coat in New York. <laughs> Boom! I wish I was click, that click, cool. Click, 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 yeah. Mugatu I'm spent. I'm spent. <laughs> I wish I was that cool. But I wish I was that. Cool. I mean, what a smart decision to get in on a building at that. Early time. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. while you're making money. Why yeah. Make, yeah. yeah. I didn't want to get kicked out. Yeah. So I go, if I make the, because the cove is, I want to make a bitch in place. And I, and I had it in my dreams. I go, you know what? I want to make a place where where everybody wants to go. I want it to be bitching. I that want to have a kitchen. Yeah. I had the full beer taps. I go, we had a DJ booth. We had a fucking band stage. I go, I want this to be like a That's place hot. that people want to go. So then again, Bands started coming to sh- even when I was a photographer. Um, Avenge Sevenfold, that's their that's their home place. Def Leppard would go there. Um, Gwen Stefani would that's her personal place. Tiger Woods, that was his personal place. I mean, wow. all kinds of rad celebrities. Kobe Bryant used to go there even when if I wasn't the guy, he, he would rent the place. And Tom was the same way. So we would have bitching catering. Full-on beer taps at all times. We'd have DJ running. Like, if I had a big shoot, I'd have a deep... One of my assistants was DJ. Not not this big party, but just a little yeah. vibe all in the bands. background. Yeah. And so I learned good food, good music, good, good vibe. It doesn't matter what goes wrong. Like, if I have some lighting shit that's broken, I'm good at, like, keeping everything calm. Yeah. Yeah. Cam- photographer drops a camera and breaks it. Yeah. Just, yeah. He didn't do it on purpose. I'm not mad at him. Let's get the backup camera. No one needs to know. Yeah. We'll that's just charge extra happen. for this. Yeah. That's just that. Nah, that's just <laughs> that's the cost of doing so business. Yeah, but yeah. But the, the vibe is the is vibe everything, is you know. Everything, because dude. you're again, you're a businessman. You're selling. So when, when did you buy that building? A long time ago. Nineteen. A long time. Ninety six. Dang. And it's paid off, and it's wonderful. Congratulations. <laughs> it's great, dude. Good for you. Yeah. And and dude, it was like. I'd done out of necessity, but also like I, I just knew. I knew. Yeah. And so there there was a time a little bit after this that I was really on a roll. I mean I was I was really I guess made it as a photographer. And uh but I knew I think we did fifty six straight days of flying, shooting, post production, flying like fifty six straight days with my crew. Wow. And it was awesome. It was awesome. How many people on a crew? I have, I have, I I brought that picture out. There's five of us. That was my main crew. And I have three, three backup guys. And speaking of which, all those guys surf. So that's another thing that goes back to surfing. So I remember, so when I would do these, these runs 20 days in a row, I would call Sean at Waterways Travel. I go, dude, what's the best place to go right now? Like this time of year. And he'd say a spot, and I would just go. 
and uh, I learned. Quick strikes over here. Yeah, yeah, dude, I learned. So, so I remember back. You know, you do your surf trips with your friends, and it's all fucking rad and all that kind of stuff. And and I remember there, I had a trip planned to surf Ireland and Scotland, and Thurso For a surf trip. Surf trip. Thurso East, I wanted to go to that spot. I saw I saw a video on Thurso, which is like a, a Jeffrey's Bay right-hander. It's perfect. It's a perfect wave on the top of Scotland. And so, and I wanted to go to Ireland. I'm kind of Irish, part Irish, and I just wanted to go. I thought you were a Viking, bro. I'm an angry Viking. That's why the, <laughs> that's why the, the Dutch flag is, is, is on, my, on my house. But, um, but anyway, so there was five of us going to go. One by one, everyone dropped out. And... I was the last guy standing. I go, fuck you guys. I'm going anyway. And so I remember going on this trip, renting a car, had my board, and I went for, I don't know, two or three weeks. And it was so rad because when you're with your crew, you're fucking around and yeah. you're, you know, you're bullshitting and you're, you're drinking. And, the, and this forces you to go to the, the pub and go to the surf shop. Yeah. Like where, wherever, wherever I would go, I would go. Like I said, it all comes back to surfing. I go to the local surf shop, and now I even do this nowadays. So you went three weeks by yourself? Yeah, by myself, and just back then there was no, there's no iPhones. Yeah. So I had a guidebook, and so I, I just went and went down rows to find surf spots, and and you meet people, yeah, yeah. and you, you surf great spots, and I had my camera with me. Yeah. I got all this, I got all this, all this photography. What's crazy about that is, you know. The five guys would have taken you to different places. Yeah, I don't want to go do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Too, too, too many cooks to here do that. You know, There's too many cooks in the kitchen. You can't yeah. yourself into the yeah. so yeah. into the zone. You know, yeah, yeah. into the culture. And, yeah, you know. So you might have geeked out. A little and bit here's more another thing. Okay, check this out. Four guys show up to a surf spot, and you you pile out of your car laughing and farting and shit. Yeah, you're instant cocksuckers. Like yeah. everybody thinks you're a kook. Yeah, you pull up by yourself. You're super respectful, and you go paddle out. Yeah. And you're like, like you charge here by yourself. Yeah, you're our boy. Yeah, you can yeah. The our locals are like, yeah, this this motherfucker is crazy. I need to yeah. talk to him. So I learned that. So you had all these representatives that were feeding you jobs. Yep. Right. And what industries are you shooting for? Every fucking. Thing I'm doing. I'm doing. Here's the thing. Or did, did you, you specialize? The freaking intro, dude. Yeah. Did you see this? I'm doing. You know how long that go ago that was? Yeah. <laughs> Two hours ago. Casey, like, Polo, yeah. Izod, yeah. Dr. Well, Pepper. Dude, freaking. let's just let's just like like I said, I've been reminiscing. Like, like let's let's uh, can I run this by yeah. you? Yeah. Like, this is my port. Actually, that's Izod. my that's my portfolio. Right there, the, the last one that I've been using. I don't really use it anymore. But, um, like, th this is my the brand of work. So I, I actually consider myself more of a fashion photographer than a surf photographer. Of course. Yeah. Because yeah. surfing... Well, you never did. Surfing is my passion. I mean, it's like, I'd rather make some great money doing some fashion campaigns than go surfing. Yeah. And then when I'm surfing, I'm still shooting pictures of waves and spots and... so. Right now, people, I'm looking at Izod shoots. I don't know who William Rast is. Eyewear. Danica Patrick. Oh, that's Danica. Yeah, Danica Patrick. She's yeah. a famous uh, women's racer. Yeah, this is a vintage racing brand right here. Izod. This is Samuel, Samuel Adams. Adams. Oh, yeah, so, dude, the Samuel Adams. So, check this out. I get the job for Samuel Adams. They used to deliver 100 cases of 
50 cases of Sammy Labs and 50 cases of, of, of light to the studio because when you're doing the shoot, you got to pour them, yeah. shoot, and then pour them out and get a fresh one. Yeah. You know? So, uh, I like this. So, uh, we, we always had the beer flying. Angela's awesome. Yeah. Hall of Fame. Oh, we got this surf. Is, this 6. is pro, 0? protest boardware out of out of the Netherlands. Great brand. Oh. That, yeah, they're surf brand out of the Netherlands. Crazy. So I've gone all over for these guys. This is Finish Line Stores. So finish urban, line. Did a lot of urban stuff. Foot Locker, Finish Line. Here's protest snowboarding. Been all over. They used to send me all over. UFC. Oh, Phelps. Uh, Austria. Speedo for Phelps. Yeah, Phelps and Anderson Silva. UFC. I did all the UFC guys. Dang. Case Here's Case West. Here's Budweiser Racing for NASCAR. Dude. Foot Locker for this stuff. It's impressive. You know, just all this all this stuff, man. Cha-ching. 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 And I remember that. Yeah, game. your photography is pretty... And then, amazing. And then the IndyCar stuff is just that. That that's another life changing experience, as well as the all the IndyCar stuff. Yeah. Here's the tennis stuff. So, like I said, I'm not, I'm not the best in anything, but I'm I'm good at a lot of different things. No, but it's good that underwater. You, you have such a... This is my, like, it comes back to surf. Yeah. I learned underwater photography from surfing, but if I do underwater photography for these clients, I get paid a lot of money. Well, if, if I know what else I'm doing, I just get a picture in the bag. Like, so, so, what's funny, Mike? Very diverse. It's uh, like as far as like yeah, the, the, the diff- think, yeah. Think the about clientele. if you would have stayed in just surfing, you would have had. I could have done this. I could have done this. You, you wouldn't have a paid off building. You wouldn't have a house. I, I, yeah. I, I could not have done what I did. But here's the thing, so you guys. This picture right here, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that picture. It's probably worth like what, five hundred bucks to a magazine? Yeah, but it's priceless for oh. for what it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and by the way, so here here's a funny story. Is that so Ymea? That's why I may have. So, um, and here's another thing. So when when I was going through the '90s and I was on a roll and did all that big stuff, I go, man, I'm just I got started getting fried. So I went to a bachelor party from one of my one of my a bachelor party wedding. From one of my friends from surf team in Hawaii. All of us got together and we paddled out at, at Alligators. Yeah. Which is between Lanikea, Chun's, Alligators, Waimea Bay. And so when we went there, I go, fuck this. I love this wave anyway. Yeah. And the house right there was for sale. Oh my God. And we paddled in and I go, I'm going to buy that. Fuck, I'm going to buy that fucking house. And that's it right there. So. I bought, oh, wow. I bought, so I, so I sold, I, I got rid of my place in New York. I got, I dropped my rep in Chicago in, 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 a, in a cordial way. And I go, I'm focusing on Hawaii. Because yes. <laughs> I want to surf more and I want to do, I don't want to be in, in Detroit or Miami or Baltimore. Yeah, you're making or, great money, but you're I, in the rat race I, and you're losing your passion. I want to go surf. surf. Yeah. yeah. And so that's when I, that's when I got rid of that and bought that house. And you still have the house? Still have the house. And that's right at Alligators? That's right at Alligators. That's the... the, the Doesn't the, Kelly have a house close to that? Yeah, the, the the Triple Crown Surfing Judges stayed there for 10 years. That was their home base. Dude. So this is a Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue book that I did right here. And this was, this was life-changing for me as well because... Sports Illustrated. Um, 
I went to a, a dolphin park in Orlando, Florida, and shot this for Sports Illustrated. And so um, we were in Miami shooting race car drivers, and I had a day off, and my wife was a Raiderette cheerleader, and her friend was the director of the cheerleaders at the Miami Dolphins. So I go, honey, let's take this portfolio that I did for Sports Illustrated and show it to the Dolphins. They might want to, you know, shoot the girls with the Dolphins. We went up there, and my wife is reconnects with her good friend from the Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders because they used to do promotions together, and they're all, you're hired. Let's just do this. <laughs> and so I started shooting for the Miami Dolphins, the, for the, the cheerleaders. cheerleaders, and then... They saw my football photography and they go, "You're, dude, you're great at football too." So I start. I worked for the Dolphins for eight years. And when did so, you start shooting football? Uh, after IndyCar. You're like, dude, so that's you a whole. Start that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. So, IndyCar was uh, 2003. So, um, Tony Bro from you know Lambda Chi Alpha, good friend of Tom McElroy's too. Jeff DeSantis, his sister. Uh, was in charge of the indie girls, which is uh, uh, like the they hold the umbrellas over the cars. You've ever seen that for Moto, for MotoGP also, and so she and she's all Jeff. Don't you ever wasn't one of your turns? Didn't even talk. Oh yeah, Michael Vorey. So she contacts me. I'm like, yeah, I'll do the girl. I'll shoot the girls for you. So I have to show my portfolio to the IndyCar series to get approved to shoot the IndyCar girls. So I send my portfolio, and they go, holy fuck, this guy's incredible. Why don't you become our whole photographer for our whole league? Oh, my God. So I I did the girls, which only lasted a year. They got rid of them. And then I became the photographer for all the drivers and did the league photography for all the races. And so that's where – and I did that for 10 years. So that's where this book came from. So this is all my, my race car photography right here. Wow. Crazy. So, so it's like one thing always leads to another. And again, if there's any younger guys listening to this, yeah, I've done coffee table books with all this stuff. And so, it started with volleyball. Yeah, and then it became more fashion photography. Yes, and then sports and started. Sports, happening. and so again, I think that I think what makes me special is is I can shoot sports better than any fashion guy. And I can shoot fashion better than any sports guy. Mm. I'm not the best at any of them, but yeah. I, I, I can I can manage that in a way where I can they can hire one guy that can do a lot of stuff. Yeah, and stay versatile and and do your best every time. And so for me, so and again, it comes back to surfing. So when I'm shooting the race car drivers, I'm the cool surfer dude from California. They're yeah. used to these. These guys that are doing really stale stuff. So yeah. when I came to With Indy, no personality. When I came to IndyCar, dude, I fucking turned it upside down. Like yeah. I, I, I had a lot of, I just. What do you mean you want my shirt off on my on the hood of my car? <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I no, I ruffled a lot of clothes. Hey, what do you mean close my eyes? What do you mean open my eyes? Close my eyes. <laughs> totally, dude. But, but yeah, you know, but but it was like, it's funny because and then and then. You know, fast forward longer, I do a lot of polo stuff in Hawaii Marco? and for polo brands for and, and also yeah. in Florida. But the top polo guys, yeah. race car drivers, the big wave surfers, professional surfers, but big wave guys, those are all the same guy. 
Like if they if they grew up in the in the different thing, they they probably they probably do that sport. Huh. Like I notice it. Adre- it's uncanny. Junkie. Adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Same personality. Yeah. Like, Again with Oakley, I did all their motocross guys, all that shit. I used to do all the all full the throttle, AMA, no filter, just, full yeah. throttle, yeah. and it's kind of the same. It's the same guy. You can, you can tell by the personalities. How interesting. It's really really uncanny. Yeah. You know. What a trip. And uh, but but again, like, let the whole surfing thing comes back because. So clients that were like catalog clients and stuff that you just do to make money. We I give them surf lessons all the time. We shoot in San Diego a lot, and we shoot here. And and I and I we on oh, the day you're on, like, I live on the day off the beach. Oh, on the day off we, we'll we'll take them surfing, push them into waves, and get them stoked because they're they're well, all that's about part of the Voorhees experience. Part, part of the Voorhees experience. That's yeah. why I wanted this mecca in Newport so they could fly in. Yeah. I put them up at the shore break. In Huntington, get the whole pier fucking vibe, or Balboa End. They come here, we shoot in the studio, and then we shoot on the beach, day off, push them into some waves, and they fucking feel the whole experience. Yeah. You know? Selling That's how people lifestyle. love doing business with yeah. you, Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's so, the right place at the right time. So all the sports, uh, volleyball, indie, football. Uh, Super Bowl, Australian Open. Yeah. So what... what uh, what Super Bowl did you shoot? I did. Uh, so here's another thing, dude. So, <laughs> dude, and and again, it's so it was kind of fun for me to kind of come back and, and look at some of this stuff and go, wow, man, I've fucking done a lot of shit. Yeah. But AJ Foyt, famous race car driver, everyone's heard of AJ Foyt. Yeah. AJ Foyt the fourth is the grandson. He's in that book. I did all the photography. Me and him hit it off. Great kid. Guess who A.J. Foyt IV falls in love with in Indianapolis? The owner of the Colts' daughter. <laughs> the owner of the Colts has four daughters and no sons. So he loves A.J. They get married. I shoot the wedding. Get paid a ridiculous amount of money to do it. They rented out the entire like town of Sonoma for this wedding because you have a, a famous race car family and a famous NFL family wow. getting together. Lots like A.J. Foyt and, and Jim Ursay. Are you kidding me? Wow. And so um, so me and him, it, it's been tight ever since. So he's like, dude. And then that's when the, when the Colts were good. And Manny, he's like, boy, it's Duke. You shoot the Super Bowl for us. And and so I'm like, sure. You know? So we're talking. Super Bowl, 2005. Peyton Manning. Yeah. yeah, Peyton Manning. Yeah. So. So I have the golden ticket. See, okay, so when, you, when you're at an NFL game, are. I don't know if you know this, but you're, <laughs> when you're at an NFL game, there's there's these photo vests you have to wear. There's three different colors. There's a brown one, a green one, and then whatever it is. Hmm. So there's only a couple golden <clears throat> ticket ones when you have the golden ticket pass. Don't fuck with color, that guy. Right? Don't fuck with that guy. So I was that guy at the Super Bowl. Wow. It was in Miami, which is cool because that's where the Dolphins were, and I was working with the Dolphins at the time. So I'm like... I'm trying to figure yeah, out. You were working so, for the Dolphins. I know. Before that, I was worked out, but I worked for the Colts for that for the Super Bowl. For the Super Bowl. He said, okay. "Can you shoot the Super Bowl for us?" Because they know I'm going to do a good job. They have their normal guy, but they know I'm going to do rad <coughs> shit. So I go, "Fuck yeah, I'd love to." So I have that. You, you remember Wayne's World when they got the yeah. VIP passes? 
Dude, yeah. that was me, dude. I had a fucking golden ticket, dude. Uh, I'm like, can I get in here? And yeah. so, yeah. You see me everywhere? <laughs> dude, so I was like doing that to everybody. So I'm like, fuck. And so The Who was the halftime show. I who? fucking love The Who. The Who. <laughs> so I go, so I'm, I'm wandering in the, in the stadium. There's the green room and The Who's there. The, the, so hey, I go, let me fuck. Show you. Yeah, so I go, fuck, I'll try. So I fucking go inside. I'm like, so they let me in and I'm fucking hanging out in the green room with the who and since I'm in there they know I'm somebody Yeah. so it's like I'm chilling with Roger Daltrey and having a beer with, with Pete Townsend we're talking about hey what are you guys going to do with the show he's like because he doesn't know who I am Yeah. and so I wasn't taking pictures in there but I had my shit yeah. and I go yeah I'm just you know I'm a photographer for the, for the call I'm going to be shooting the halftime show he's like, okay yeah we're doing this here and we're going to do I'm going to be over here so I wasn't supposed to be in there, really. Yeah. I can't go Fucking in there. celebrity over Dude, there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I go in. So I go in the Colts locker room, and I'm hearing the the, the, the speeches and pep talk. And then I go out, and, and I shoot the game. And so I'm on the sideline, and there's – so Peyton Manning and uh, the, whatever the, the captains are, they go out to the center of the field. It's right before the Super Bowl starts, and I'm super so stoked. So the coin toss. So the coin toss. And it's a timeout. So I'm sitting on the sideline. I go, Fuck. I wonder if I can go out there because I have the golden ticket. So I fucking, I'm on the side. So I run out to the late. They're already out there to the co- because it's a timeout for the TV. So I have for the yeah. coin toss. So I'm in the coin coin toss. If you look at it like a, a replay of the game. So I'm in the coin toss and I'm taking pictures of everything. Yeah. And then and then when the when the when the thing was done, I'm running next to the Peyton Manning. And we're looking at each other. How fucking fucking jogging off the field, dude. It was yeah. so fucking classic. The energy you must feel on the, dude, on, it was on so the field. Fun, it must be nuts. It How many was, Super Bowls have you shot? Just that one. Just that one. I mean... Because my teams have never made it on, on well, their own. What's amazing is uh, you shot your shot of like taking full advantage of, of a, the situation. Once, oh, yeah. Once of a lifetime yeah, thing. Dude, seriously, yeah. yeah. It was amazing. But I'm sure like those people appreciated what oh yeah, yeah. I mean we, the Colts lost unfortunately but I made a bitching book for them a coffee table Ooh, book who they play it was they beat the Saints the Saints beat them the oh. Saints won so when when the, when the game started turning I made sure I got some cool Saints stuff too yeah but here's the funny part of that story so oh, fucking crazy I got there early I'm like the first guy at the stadium dude and I'm super star I'm going to Super Bowl because I'm yeah. a football fan anyway so I go out to the middle of the field the 50 yard line and uh, just so your listeners know, so I, I take a selfie, <laughs> and and I have my camera. So I'm taking a selfie on the 50 yard line. And I'm fucking doing all this shit. So another photographer, probably an NFL guy, took a picture of me doing that. Look at this. And bottom. so the <laughs> the, ne- the next season, there, there's a there's a guidebook for for all the NFL photographers of what you can and can't do. And there's a full page of me taking a f- selfie at the Super Bowl. Do not do that. There's like a fucking void. There's a void. It is fucking me. Dude, it's so funny. And everybody that knows me was just roaring because they hate me anyway because I shoot the cheerleaders. Because yeah. they're already jealous. And they're all, fuck that guy. So it was just so funny, dude. And I love the guy. I'm not going to miss out on that moment. Hell I'm no. I'm fucking going to selfie the shit out of that fucker. For sure. I'm dude, that totally. is Isn't that fucking fun? hilarious. hilarious dude. I mean, how many photos would you have shot in that particular day? Like thousands. 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 Every, every game is. And like, how do you prepare it? Like, you know, like, okay, you, like, I got... 15 backup cameras. I got fucking memory chips. I'm sure it's digital. Yeah, yeah. but I've I've learned, dude. So I stay light 
You know who the leading rusher is every game? Me. I'm fucking the leading rusher, dude. They say they say this guy gets 100 yards. This guy, I, they're not boring. He's fucking, dude. I'm running the back and miles. Forth. That's oh yeah, game. totally, dude. Yeah. So that's awesome. I here's my my uh, benchmark: three thousand photos yeah. per game. Of the three thousand, I want three hundred really good photos. Yeah. Of the three hundred, I want thirty fucking prize winners. Yeah. I, if I get that, I feel like I've done my job. Wow. So that's, that's how 3, I... 3,330. 30 gems. Yeah. And they'll probably use six. Yeah. You know? But so, you got yeah. you got it. But I got Overachieved. Yeah. Over, sure Overachieved yeah. every time. So so let's go back to surfing. Yeah. Um, what kind of board are you riding right now? You know what? I'm a Stewart guy. Stewart. Awesome. I've got, I've got a Stewart swinger. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. It's for for an old dude like me. It's life changing. What what it's kind a, of shape is it? It's it's a it's a it's got a short board uh, shape with a big guy thickness five fins five and I fucking love it five fins five fins like quad with a little baby trailer yeah yep yeah. yep yeah, yeah. and uh, and then my longboard is a Stuart longboard so nice. I, I have the two boards in fact. If you want to take a peek, you want to take a peek. Look, this is my little. I don't know if you can do this on radio or not. That's my stinger right there. Ooh, those are the those are the quip. Yeah. Nice. That's it. So, and I is just, that your logo? The V three. That's the V three. That's my logo. So, so my thing is, as you get older, I just want wave count. You know, I can't ride the boards I used to ride. I'm not as fast as I used to be. But I just want to catch waves. Yeah. You know, I just want to catch waves. Swinger model is what you're the talking swinger about? Swinger model. Okay. It's badass. I love it. So where do you where do you surf right now? Like straight out? You know what? I, I'm going to just, I'm going to give away my secret right now. So for me, Newport is a little fast for me as, as I got older. It's funny. No one tells you this when you're younger, but you start you start standing up like a baby trying to walk when you get older. It's, <laughs> it sucks getting old when it comes to surfing. But um, from Bolsa... To Golden West is my fucking heaven, man. That's your spot. That's yeah. my spot. I can surf literally alone on a weekday, and it's fucking good. Yeah. yeah. You can drive all the way to Trussell's or San Onofre. Fuck that. I'm going there, and it's and it's just, just being out there. And like I said, there's two things I can do to get away. Yeah. Surfing and riding my motorcycle. So nice. when I ride my motorcycle, I turn the phone off. And I fucking ride and go where I want to go. When I surf, I just what that's, kind of motorcycle do you ride? I have a Ducati. Okay, a Multistrada, and I and that that's my jam when the surf's not good. So you're road bike, get your high on the road bike on the, yeah. on the speed of the bike. Yeah, yeah, that's that's general mm-hmm. general rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Have you done any wave pools? I have not done a wave pool. No, no. I haven't done a wave pool. Have I got you? invited. I think by Tom to, you know, the surf ranch, but I couldn't go for for some reason. And I got invited to um, Waco. Waco when I was in Dallas. Um, and I couldn't go for I, I was I was busy with the Cowboys or something. I still yeah. work. So so right now, just to I mean, we there's a lot together. We could talk for hours, but yeah, <laughs> I'm semi retired now the last five years. COVID kind of. Just kind of put me in retirement as far as my fashion work. I'm just kind of over it, and I don't need to do it. But I've been doing um, 
eight years with the Dolphins, two years with the Cow- two years with the Rams, and I've been with the Raiders and Cowboys the last five. So I just quit the Raiders and I just doing the Cowboys now, and that's kind of my last job pretty much. Yeah. And uh, I love it. I love their family to me, and I love being on the field, the excitement, and love the girls. I love the Cowboy cheerleaders. Do you go to every game? Just the, the home games. Just the home games. Just the home games, yeah. It was cool because love Dallas. My son was going to SMU in Dallas. He's home now to play football for, for um, uh, Saddleback this particular fall. But, um, yeah, I, 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 love, I love Dallas, love the people, love, love the team. Yeah, it's family. How it's fun! Family. I mean, but uh, but surfing, like I said, you know, um, still got the North Shore house. I've got my place in Mexico, so I worked for O'Neill for years with Tom McElroy. We did some great campaigns. Um, there's some actually. This is one of our our favorite campaigns that we did together. Was let's see, right here. This was in this was in Kauai. We did this we, except for this photo. I put that in, but um, but anyway, um, when I went to we 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 remember remember the the big rip curl contest. We all went down there. It was the fist fill fill of barrels. It was an unbelievable. Yeah. Barra de la Cruz. Yeah. So we went down there. I was with Dave Giddings was my art director. So me and him were me and Giddy awesome. Giddy me and Hitty Giddy were together for years. We went to Western Australia. We went to, we went to everywhere together. Love that guy. Yeah. But anyway, um, giddy giddy. We as soon as we did that shoot, we took it. We me and him took a wrong turn. We Barra before Barra. There's another turnoff to Playa Mahone where my place is, and and it was unbelievable. But no crowds. Barra's crowded. Barra's unbelievable, but it's crowded. And so after the shoot, I went back and I fucking bought a lot. Right there, Damn. I bought a I bought a beach, beachfront property, right then and there, and I've had it since you know 2006. Sick. I've had it, I've had it for what 15. So we're gonna be uh, your best friends. Yeah, from now on. No, dude, you you guys. We're got gonna it. jam to Hawaii. Yeah, jam. Jam winter and summer. We got it covered, dude. I'm telling you, warm water, warm water, warm yeah. water. Yeah, warm water, warm water, water. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. We, we could be late night with Chalky, you know. Yeah. Hey, on location. On location yeah. spokespersons for you. Hey, bring the, bring the, um, bring the <laughs> hey, microphone. Hey, we got our t-shirts. We're fucking on the team. You are so good. I'm going to show up with that and I'll be dude. like. Do you know how many models you guys are going to get wearing that thing? Oh, dude. Talent Scout, right? That, that's my golden ticket. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> that, that's your VIP pass. <laughs> but I want the V3. I'll get the tattoo. Yeah. The V3 <laughs> tattoo. Dude, that's when you know you're in the club, dude. <laughs> Oh, but real quick, I know in the in the past you guys have listened to your podcast. Yeah. You've talked about surf shops. So when I was talking to you about when I did that solo surf trip, um, I've Ireland? done a bunch of them. Scotland, I've Ireland? done. I've done Australia. I've done New Zealand. I've done Peru. I've Damn. done. I've done Portugal, S- Spain. All solo. I've done South Africa solo because. When I when I I don't have to rely on, on making a big plan because yeah. sometimes I want to change my plan. Yeah. But I've, I you you meet people. Yeah. You you know I I dude I when I went to to Scotland, I met these guys in a pub the night before. The next day, I'm wearing a Glasgow soccer jersey at a fucking soccer tournament with my face painted, cheering, dude. It's like 
Yeah, you're infused shit. in the, yeah, in the you're, local vibe. Yeah, and I would never do that as my friend. So New Zealand, I did North Island, did South Island. I went to, to Samoa by myself. I've been to Fiji by myself. And it's great because you meet people. And to this day, you, you, you're still, I'm still friends with all of them. That's fucking I've awesome. I've been to the Maldives three times by myself. One time, after that 56-day run... I call, he's all, dude, Maldives are pretty cool. I go, Maldives, where the fuck is that? He's all, dude, they're off of Sri Lanka. It's the islands. It's good right now. So I went, and they, they, it's a, it was a two-week trip, and then the, the flight was canceled when I was supposed to go home, and they weren't coming back for another two weeks. So I stayed a month, wow. and there was no internet or anything there. So I had to call my wife and say, hey, I, I can't, I can't <laughs> come home. Don't divorce me. I'll be back in a month. <laughs> I, I can't come home. So she postponed my photo shoots that were supposed to happen. Yeah. And uh, that's that's that board. So nice board? Vartanian. So I've had three Vartanian. Three Vartanian boards. And wow. that is that is the best board I've ever ridden. And that was the board I had on that trip. One of I had two of them, but that was the one. It's a and Vartanian. Six awesome. like, yeah. Who the fuck do we know rides Vartanians? It was kind Vartanians of popular, back, popular in, back in the day. Mesa. Dude, that is back in the day. That's, yeah. that's 90. Yeah, he's got flames on 95. <laughs> that's 95. Hey, I like those flames. Come on. I had a couple flames. I love those flames. <laughs> I fucking love those flames. Is that custom? <laughs> that's custom. Yeah. Vartanian well, is a Huntington Beach dude, he, right? He's Costa Mesa. Oh, is he Costa yeah. Mesa? Yeah. Okay. But a lot of guys in Huntington wrote them. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Well, is he still shit? Is, is he gone? I, I, what happened to him? I don't you know, know. I, I've had three of them, but that board, for whatever, is was made for me. Awesome. And and after that trip, I go, after a month in the Maldives, I go, I'm and I was, what, 30, what was I, 31 years, 30, 30 or 31. I go, that's the pinnacle of my surfing career was that trip. Wow. Never going to surf that good again. Never going to have waves that good again. What size is that thing? That's a 6'6". Six, six. It's and, a 6'6", six, six, Martinian. It, but it's it just... It looks like a fucking blade. It is unreal. It's, it probably yeah. looks like it's... it's The widest it could be is 19. Yeah. It's not that wide. It's probably 2 and 3 eighths. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a pit... Let's, it's a squash tail or a square tail, but like almost like a pintail. Yeah. Yeah. It's magic. It's, it's like, got a nose guard on it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, remember nose guard? Is nose guard a thing? They don't have like, it. Are, are, are tips rounded or is that? Yeah, is that well, a, it's not like a thing. Guard. There's no nose guard. Yeah. That was like a thing. Yeah. All my boards had nose guards. Yeah. Back in the day, everybody my skateboard had nose guards. Back in the day, fucking nose guard, dude. That's glad. I yeah. didn't know that was a coop fest. That's yeah. awesome. No, not coop fest. <laughs> dude, I, 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 it's just a. I have Why don't people have nose guards? They're Doc, cool. Doc, no, Doc, they Doc save you. You had them. You they would yelling. save you. You guys are yelling. Oh, sorry. <laughs> would oh, shit. a little bit tequila out. <laughs> diamond right. tips. Sorry. Yeah, was, diamond tips. I, I was on the diamond tips. Those were. Well, fun. diamond tip was nose guard. I know, but it was like the brand smaller that, one. Yeah. No, cooler. Same brand. All my boards. Was it? Had, yeah, dude. First, they thing just he, came up with a better looking. The the diamond tip was just was too sharp. I didn't like diamond tip. Tiny, like it's too small. I like that one. But I remember you get your you get your, your, <laughs> your, your deck patch. <laughs> you guys were <laughs> your deck patch and your nose thing. That was like a thing. Yeah. We just blew people's ears. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, Linda can't I'm hear any eyes. What? Yeah. Um, dude. No, but dude, this has been awesome. Yeah. What, what, are, we for, what are we forgetting, man? I don't like, know. You know. I. I well, I'm, I'm stoked because all along, you've been giving some sage advice to you know. 
people. Yeah, there. and again, the, the young guys that might be listening to this is like to 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 gauge your professionalism is every single time if somebody hires you, if it's a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, give them everything you got. Yeah, because that's a big day for them, and for them to choose you. Yeah. To shoot their stuff should be very flattering. Yeah. So, so really just do your best and treat everybody with respect. And yeah, go ahead and cruise through this. Dude, Warren yeah. G. Yeah, it's my boy. And you were in the, so you did some music? Did yeah, I worked see? for JVC, did all their shit for a long time. Third Eye Blind, Stephen Jenkins, I love that guy. Do you remember this guy, Sean Palmer? Yeah, yeah. So he got me this JVC job because he was a Quicksilver snowboarder. So I used to do, I started doing the Quicksilver snowboarding for Danny, and Palmer was their guy, and he, he's like, dude, this guy Vori's is cool as shit, so he, he got me the JVC gig. These are the, these are the, uh, the, the, the person girls. Mm-hmm. Here's uh, the Lance Armstrong posters, like one, of the main, one that, he, that he did, seven, you know, Sir Francis, and so just a lot of different, lot of different dude, shit. How, yeah. what an amazing, just, and story dude, that just lucky. I mean, here here's my thing about luck, and luck luck has a lot of, a lot to do with it. L- luck has a lot to do with with me being where I am today, and I, I believe in luck. I believe in getting lucky. I mean, I I've gotten lucky, and the key to that though is once you get lucky, you got to keep yourself there. You you gotta like take advantage of that opportunity because you could get lucky and be one and done. Mm-hmm. But if you're lucky and you and you embrace it and you capture it and you do great, you can keep doing it. Yeah. And you also gotta work really hard to put yourself in a place to get lucky. Yeah. You know? Like That's everyone true. says, dude, fuck, I wish I could take pictures of cheerleaders and have all these fucking beach houses and buildings. And they go, dude, you have no idea how hard I worked. Yeah. The, the hours. And so like I said, when I was doing those those really long trips, I loved every minute of it. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoyed every day, but I knew I couldn't continue it into my when I was in my 30s, in my 50s. And so luckily I invested good and yeah. bought stuff and, and I'm able to cruise now. So, yeah. But, but um, you, you got to just embrace every... You just got to realize you know, yeah. how lucky you are. I, I, I like the fact that you, you bring up luck, but I I wholeheartedly believe that you make your own luck. Yeah, no, you, you just, basically yeah. said that. I know. Yeah. You don't put yourself in a position to get lucky, and but but you gotta you gotta fulfill and work hard to sustain. Yeah, that because yeah, you can get lucky and you're one and done. Yeah, but when you when you know the opportunity and the luck that you have, and you work hard. To execute and fulfill that potential, yeah, that's what you've done all your life, you know. Yeah. Well, that, well, that so. and you, you, you went out of your comfort zone on so many at so many times going into these other industries and 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 you know having confidence in your own skill set, but like saying, hey, like most photographers stay in their lane and they have a niche, you know. Yeah. Like you were able to like get an opportunity. Whether it's race cars or athletes or swimming yeah. or underwater or, in, you know, football or, you know, like, in, yeah. in, you know, it just opened What's, a ton of opportunity. What I honestly, bro, like, I think your talent is, is great, right? You have an eye 
for for photography and I think the Oakley guy, Jim Gennard, visual engagement, right? I yeah. think that really it resonated. It resonated, it resonated to you. Yeah. And then but then you also said, you know, you, you weren't a surfer, great fashion photographer or fashion photographer, great surf photographer, but you were good enough to 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 have that to, to do it. Yeah. To do it. To do it. Yeah. But you're yeah. You're a fucking cool guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're a great you know why? personality. I, I, I appreciate everything so much, yeah. dude. I realize... You're a well-rounded, so great guy yeah. that that's what gets you all the fucking yeah. jobs. Oh, yeah. Not just because you have a talent for photography... But because you're a cool guy, yeah. and people are like, uh, I, I want that guy to shoot my shit. I appreciate that. I want that, that guy to shoot but my shit. You mentioned that, you know a lot of really great surf photographers that you were like, dude, these are my like idols. Yeah, absolutely. You know, idols, Baker yeah. and, and Aaron Chang. Yeah. And, you Don't know, forget Lucy. Lucy's Rusi my hero. And all, yeah. all of these guys. And then you know here you are. They're probably envious and, and and so stoked on what you have got. You know, like it no, no, do me, do like, me and Chang have a mutual. Uh, we but it, you know, yeah. like you're like, dude, I idolize you, and you guys yeah. are this, and that's yeah. my world. I'm a surfer, but you know, they're like, man, good for you for getting and branching out and, and doing your own thing. Well, dude, I mean, ima- imagine this. So when I first moved to Newport, and I and I'm looking at the hottest hundred yards, Echo Beach. Um, Quack and and Murray and and Parker. JP and 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 Brasden and all these guys, and then a couple years later, I'm with them because I'm I'm with the team because I I have my thing that I can I can't yeah. surf as good as them, but I have my thing that I can offer to the whole thing. Yeah. Peter Townen, my ultimate all time hero in life, as a kid, was the. I think he was the media buyer for surfing for yeah. a long time. Yeah. And so he would show up at my photo shoots sometimes just to check in with the clients. And, and I fuck it. I'm hanging out with PT. This guy's my hero. Yeah. Not Bronze that Zossi. long ago. Bronze Dossie. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just such an amazing thing to be on that level with these guys I always admire. I went to the Pierce, made the Pierce College surf team with all my Malibu idols. So I'm like, I, I had something to like... Yeah be part of the team about you yeah. surround yourself with with great people yeah great know? people yeah and that's yeah that's, that's it that's it dude that's a good you, you know life lesson it's, if, if you want to like look at how successful someone is look at their friends yeah. and i tell that to my son all the time you, you can't be with people that bring you down you got to be with people that inspire you yeah Dude, you gotta be with people. The show's you. over. Yeah, <laughs> drop, drop the mic. Hey, drop the mic. That was it. Okay, one more, one yeah. more cheers. That's one. Here you go, boys. One more cheers. Thank you for bro coming by. Angry man. Viking. <laughs> Mental. Okay. Yep. A little recap. You don't need to. Fucking Woodland Hills. Woodland Hills on fire, baby. Dad abandoned. Nine yeah. nine years old. Single mom. Yeah. Fucking football, surfing. Yeah. You didn't get into photography until like college. College. Just a little snippets along the way. Yeah. But, you know, didn't, didn't, I mean, fire, I, didn't I'm, fire it up. I'm, I'm a, because I'm a, your hot girlfriend. Yeah. Suggested. Aspects, suggested. Yeah. Suggested that. Yeah. And then bam. That you moment. Win it. That moment changed my life. Got the side out Because shot. of volleyball. Yeah. Volleyball. Fuck. 
fuck. I fucking hate volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking sucks, man. It's a bunch of sweaty guys. pretty cool. Dude, volleyball's cool, but it's hard. I don't, yeah. I don't want to can't jump on the sand. I want to surf. And then, yeah. and then, yeah, that took you on that path and started getting you jobs. And then, quack. How funny is that? Put me in the you want to be in the Rolodex? He dude, he put me in the Rolodex. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, dude. McElroy being your freaking oh, partner. Oh, dude. And, gosh. Then, and then being your freaking yeah, partner. You buy the building. Without him, I can't buy that building. And who knows what the fuck's going fucking on? Gone. And all the com- all the campaigns we shot together. Yeah. yeah. And who was one of our main models? Jeff Parker modeled for us all the time. Really? Yeah. Craig Brazda modeled for us all the time. And then, and then uh, Preston and Danny, of course, were on the on the production side. But like I remember, I remember uh, Craig Brazda becoming really good friends with him, and he, and he was already a successful model, like doing Calvin Klein and fucking Hugo Boss. Wait, who's shit. this? Craig, Craig Brazda. Brazda. Craig Brazda, baddie. You, you guys, you guys definitely know him. He's, He's an a Echo Beach Calvin guy. Klein model. He was back in the day. Wow. But what I'm saying is. He would teach me shit about that part of the industry. Yeah. And Jeff Parker was the breakdancing, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, a rockabilly guy. Yeah. And he was another great model who modeled all over the place. And they kind of brought a lot to my Fashion. learning. Yeah, yeah. So I could learn and like figure awesome. shit out. So. And, and yeah. how you found yourself in, well, Jim Gennard gave you that great little insight of visual. Visually. Engaging, dude. That's so. Isn't that rad? Yeah. So it, like, it taught me to not listen to a bunch of fucking nonsense. Yeah. Get into my brain and like go, what can I do with with my my backgrounds, my subject matter, my lighting? What can I do to make something fucking rad happen from what's happening now? Yeah. yeah. And every day is different, yeah. which is bitching. It's a great challenge. It's, yeah. like, it's like riding a wave, man. Every day is different. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Every wave is different. What, what can I do on this wave to make it better than the last yeah. wave? What can I? Fucking what kind of canvas? Three sixty, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> both what ways. What kind of canvas can I drive? Both ways. Yeah. Both ways, baby. And then and then weaving yourself into all the different fu- indie. Uh, yeah, indie car. That was another that the life changing football and yeah and like NFL. Yeah, parlayed yourself into everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah, it's been. Uh, it's been a great run, man. Yeah, it's been yeah. A lot of fun. Congrats. Well, we're glad we ran into you at Tom Max's yeah. party. Yeah. I drive by your yeah. building all the time because I've been with Ruben. Oh, Daydream's moving I, into the building. I know. It's yeah, really shout out awesome. to Daydream Surf Shop. They are rad. Yeah. They're moving into the best building in Newport, which oh. is my building. Yeah. And I go visit it. it. They're great, great, great people. Yeah. yeah. Great, great deal. But amazing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's been Thank fun you, taking, a, taking a trip down memory lane. Angry Viking Voorhees, Voorhees Photography, V3. Yes, V3 Motorsports Imagery was my was my motorsport stuff. And my Instagram personal is Michael Voorhees. And my my photography is, is at Voorhees Studios, which I don't really update anymore, but it's got a lot of my cool shit on it yeah. if anybody wants to check it out. Dude. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks for having us. All right. Dude. That was awesome. Caliente Southwest Grill. Clean, healthy Mexican food. Everything is made fresh daily using produce from local farms. Their salsa, their dressing, and even their marinades are made from fresh produce in-house, so almost all of the menu is naturally gluten-free and extremely clean. Family-owned 
showing local love for 22 years. Check out their website, calientesouthwest.com, for all your party pack and catering needs. You can also call them at 949-515-0909, calientesouthwest.com. Ashland Hard Seltzer, made from all natural ingredients. No sugar, zero carbs, gluten-free. Great taste and guilt-free good times. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Shade Sunscreen, the best sunscreen for all surfers. Shade Sunscreen, it's been around since the sun. Shade, Shade. Sunscreen. Clearweather is a family-owned footwear brand started by our friends Josh and Brandon Brubaker. They are driven to create their own path in the corporate sneaker world. Less corporate, more independent. Clearweather. Clearweatherbrand.com. Fuwax is the best, ickiest, stickiest wax in the game. Fuwax. Late Night with Chalky is supported by Inherent Bummer. Surf entertainment, thoughtful writing, surf videos, music, and fresh hell for the core surf community. Remember, it's not the end of the world. Subscribe and check it all out at InherentBummer.com. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music. 